delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text... Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Epic slides, thrilling rides, adventure for the whole family, like Brain Train and Slidezilla. New shows like Magic, Smoke and Mirrors, and Kids DJ Dance Party. Elitch Garden Theme and Water Park. Two great parks, one low price. We love coming here. It's great for the whole family. Purchase online or any King Supers. Elitch Gardens, we love you. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. This ball is well hit to left field. And... It's to the guy on the warning track in the glove of Nimmo, fitting that he would make the catch, 27th out. Tough night for the Rockies once again as they fall 12-2 to to the New York Mets. And DeGrom is the winner. He's 5-2. Tyler Anderson takes the loss. He is 4-2. The Rockies have now lost eight straight games at Coors Field. That has never happened before. Their longest home losing streak ever was nine games, but that was in 1993 back at Dole Mile High Stadium. So the Rockies, an eight-game losing streak for the first time ever at 20th and Blake. That's downright remarkable. That that really is. It, it's remarkable that a team that started a season with so much promise, a team that about two and a half weeks ago was in first place, a team that was in the playoffs last season, just set a franchise record for consecutive home losses. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. It's gloomy outside, and that's how we should all feel, in the words of Manchester. Is, is that is that the is that the feeling this morning? Uh, I think it is pretty much spot on. And uh, at my house uh, last night, it was a golf ball sized hail. Uh, that's about what it felt like at Coors Field last night. It's it gloomy was... and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. Yes, <laughs> we were. The Rockies were just getting hammered. Uh, that was ugly. Uh, it wasn't as painful of a loss as Sunday in Texas, but that no. was a pretty ugly loss. No, no. Any any loss like the one we witnessed last night, these kind of losses are almost of the well. If you're gonna lose, just lose big variety. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Just because losing 
when you have a lead going into the ninth, those ones are painful. This one was they were trailing the entire game. It's almost as if you can't even blame the bullpen because the bullpen inherited a, a deficit and made it even bigger. <laughs> who are yeah. you gonna, who are you gonna yeah. blame now? Yeah, it was. Uh, although there there were plenty of guys who uh, got a chance with the ball in their hand yesterday and uh, couldn't throw strikes, so uh, that that included plenty of guys coming out of the bullpen. But yeah, you're right. I, if you're gonna lose, just go get blasted. Um, I. When are they going to hit the abyss? When are they going to bottom out? When well, is this thing going to hit is the, it this the, it? the rock bottom? I mean, they've hit, they've lost eight in a row at Coors Field. I mean, if this isn't the abyss, what is it? I don't know. I mean, would it shock you if they lost again tonight? And let's say they go out and lose 19 to one. It could be worse. What's shocking to me is the contagious nature of the inability to throw strikes in the bullpen. It's not just one guy. It's not two guys. Anybody who takes the ball that co- uh, Jeff Hoffman last night. I know. These guys can't throw strikes anymore. He is. It, uh, it is. It is one reliever after another. It doesn't matter who it is. You know what's remarkable though, and you've been watching this team for years, as have I, Vic. Doesn't it seem like that has been the refrain for two decades? Just throw strikes. Why are they trying to nibble? Why is everybody so afraid to put the ball over the plate here at Coors Field? That was, we heard that over and over and over again. You know, pre-humidor. Hey, the way the games go down at Coors Field, you can't give them free base runners. Make them put the ball in play. See what their bip bap or whatever that stat was yesterday that we had. Babip. Babip. Yeah. I, it's just, yeah, they can't throw strikes. What else is new? It is like the worst version of Groundhog Day going. It's just the same thing over and over and over again with a different GM and a different manager and different players and different pitchers. Same old, same old. The Rockies yeah, never change. But it was a beautiful night at Coors Field, wasn't it? I don't know. I was picking hail up off of my So did yard. you did you have damaged did you, was your home damaged by the I, Not that I'm aware of. I was actually driving in it. You tried to call me. I was oh. driving in it. I'm like, well, there's no way he's going to hear me. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure that I don't have, you know, lots of damage to the car. Because I we'll had, remember a year ago, May, we in, on the west side of town had historic hail. Yeah. The kind of hail yeah. that rewrote the record books in terms of insurance claims. Closed Colorado Mills for like six months. Yes. Closed my roof. It, it, it just killed us. So I'm just wondering if you can compare to that kind of hail. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really gone out and done much of an assessment. It was dark by the time yeah. I got home. That's that's today's project. See how bad the damage was. Some of the numbers, and perhaps those coyotes got hit pretty hard by that hail. Maybe I was uh, good out of that. I was rooting for it. Where do they go? I don't know. I don't know. Situation. I hope they were stuck in the middle of a field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're so anti-coyote all of a sudden. I mean, two coyotes have a meal, and now you hate animals. Yeah, I do. It's absolutely true. Uh, we've got uh, Colombia and Japan going on here in the studio. They just opened the second half, and that uh, that game is tied at one apiece in the World Cup of Soccer. Um, again, Colombia is the team. Do you remember at the Cup when the Cup was here in the United States and the U.S. made that big had that big win, that upset victory? That was over Colombia. That was the one that thrust the United States to that next level. It was, uh, it was an early one nothing lead for Japan. They got a, a red card on Columbia, handball in the box, got a goal. Oh, playing with 10 men. Playing with 10. Columbia oh. was able to tie it up about 10 minutes ago in the first half. So You know that playing with 10 men, playing with one less guy, it works in hockey all the time. Power plays, right? Yeah. 
I think they should do that in basketball. Five on four? Yeah. Well, power plays. A little power, you get five minute power plays. Yeah, just a quick power play. Inject a little offense in the other team. Let's get this thing uh, powered up right now. It's big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Now the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Well hit. Right center. On the run. Blackman, the center fielder. He won't get it. It is off the base of the wall. In play. Nimmo's flying. He's going to hit third. The ball's still out in right field. Nimmo trying for it inside the parker. The ball rolls to the plate. And Nimmo scores standing. An inside the park home run for Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo, the pride of Wyoming. He had himself a night last night, opened the game with an inside-the-park home run. Four hits in this game for Brandon Nimmo. Every time he stepped up to the plate, it seems he put wood to the ball. As the Rockies lose again, 12-2 the final to the Mets. The bullpen fell apart as usual. This group uh, you know, is pretty much the group that we were going to have going forward. So for them to gain confidence, they're going to have to put a zero up and pitch well. And I think just sort of build on that. I think that's where this has got to go with, you know, with all the guys that, you know, are here as, as veteran relievers. You've, so been, if the- you've been pleading, by the way, Manchester, for Bud Black to show some emotion, get maybe ejected from a game. Well, he got ejected last night. Yeah, I was happy about that. It that's, didn't do him much good. No, but it didn't do him much good yesterday. We'll see. Because everybody told me how big that Arenado moment would be, right? I mean, that that has really launched this team into a special season. We'll see if maybe Bud Black uh, showing some emotion has some impact today and moving forward. World Cup report, a game that took place yesterday. It was tied one apiece, one apiece in injury time before this. We've seen a few dramatic endings already this World Cup. Are we in store for one here? And what a chance for Harry Kane, which he takes. There is drama for you. Kane, the captain, provides the inspiration for England. Harry freaking Kane wins it for the English. Meanwhile, back to baseball. The Astros are doing the opposite of the Rockies right now. The Rockies have lost eight straight at home. The Astros have won 12 in a row. Romo's 1-1, and Bregman hits it in the left center field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. Gonzalez scores, Stassi scores, Astros win it in the bottom of the ninth. That's 12 in a row. 5-4 the final, and Alex Bregman the hero. You know that feeling. The Strohs have that feeling. Man, isn't that kind of fun to hear that and listen to people being mm-hmm. excited at home and, oh. you know, the crowd getting into it and just a fun moment. You're like, God, this is baseball can be such an enjoyable experience. Boy, we haven't had that in a while. Eight straight for the team with the uh, seventh best attendance in all of baseball. Perhaps the most stunning aspect of the Rockies' deficiencies right now is indeed their home record. They are 11-20 and 20 at Coors Field, the single worst Home record in the National League West. 11 and 20 at home. That is remarkable to me. Their, uh, plus minus, their, um, run differential, minus 54, the worst in the National League West. So, do you remember about a month ago when they were in first place and 
Someone on this show said, it's smoke and mirrors. It's totally smoke and mirrors. Uh, that is coming to fruition. Well, again, that, that stat, I think, speaks volumes, right? That run differential. Because it just shows you how consistent you are. And they are inconsistent. They're minus 54. That's amazing. I mean, minus 54, and they're only six games out of first place. 34 and 38 on the season. We'll have plenty of time to chat. Rockies during the course of this show. HW is on much-deserved PTO. He's out for a while. We got our top ten list today. We do it every Tuesday and Thursday. And before I reveal what it is, we need to go to break because I have a um, a possible audible. Ooh. A possible audible to give you. I already did all the work. I get it. We can use it on Thursday. <laughs> that work will go okay. lost. Does that mean I got to redo the work in the next not, hour? Not at all. No. Nothing that you need to do. Seven okay. Eleven. Right. you got the Vic Lombardi Show, our Power 5 question of the day coming up a little bit later for a chance to win a gift certificate to the Delectable Egg, our top 10 list of uh, something. I'm not going to reveal what it is. I will so after the break. 30933 is the text line, 30933, our phone number if you choose to call and discuss what the Rockies need to do at this point, if anything, 303-753-0950. I mean, seriously, what do you do? What what do you do if you're Bud Black? All you can do is get kicked out of games at this point. Yeah, you, you can go into the clubhouse and watch something else on yeah. TV. What do you do constructively? Figure it out. We're back after this. If you wake up mornings dreading your day, start fresh. First Transit in Commerce City is now hiring full-time bus drivers. Apply today for a $2,500 hiring bonus. Starting pay after training is $1,850 per hour, plus benefits no experience required. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. New full-time bus drivers earn $1,850 per hour, and your $2,500 hiring bonus is waiting. A job you'll look forward to. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. It's a great Grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. Summer is here and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies' 25th anniversary season with stars of past and present. All-time 25 alumni like Larry Walker and Todd Helton, along with Charlie, Nolan, and the current team, will join fans on the field for a 25th anniversary photo day. So, 
Here's your to-do list. Arrive at 1015 to get your King Supers throwback replica jersey, get photos with the Rockies, and enjoy special ceremonies before the 110 game versus the Marlins. Go to Rockies.com slash 25th to get your June 23rd tickets before they're gone. Hey, it's Mark Mosier to tell you about the anniversary sales event at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, your destination for the best deals in the state on over 300 Nissans. Lease a 2018 Nissan Rogue S all-wheel drive for only $178 a month for 36 months with $19.99 due at signing. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert or online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Class 8 event, JP 514471, stock number DN 1560, MSRP $27,005, 12,000 reliable miles per year, 1999 due at signing, OAC includes $599, dealer handling, D plus tax, time on license, offer N7818. Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. Get tickets and book your Santa Fe getaway at buffalothunderresort.com. Denver Golf has a variety and value right in your backyard anywhere in town. From urban golf settings to mountain vistas, you'll find it all at Denver Golf. Fantastic course conditions at the most affordable prices in the Mile High City. With seven facilities to choose from, Denver Golf has programs and courses to fit every golfer. No matter where you live in Denver, there's a Denver Golf course near you. Come home to play. Denver Golf is your neighborhood course. Book your tee times today at cityofdenvergolf.com. Altitude 950 traffic update. Traffic is moving a little bit better than average through the tech center right now. You're looking at good speeds with no accidents on I-25. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. Some building volume is causing slowdowns on southbound I-225 anywhere from about Parker Road down to I-25. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics tools, tool storage, and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, There's no doubt about it. It's tough. I mean, the guys are, you know, overall still battling. You saw what happened yesterday. We kept battling through, uh, you know, yesterday. Uh, today the game was a, we were in slam range going to the ninth inning. Six to two. You never know what happens in a, in a six to two game if we put up a zero in the top of the ninth. Uh, you know, two of our lesser, uh, service time pitchers had a, had a tough go in the ninth inning. Yeah, they gave up six runs in one inning. Six runs in the ninth. We're <laughs> in, uh, slam range. That's when you know you're, uh, you're desperate when it's like, hey, we're just a grand slam away. Mm-hmm. One grand slam and all of a sudden we got ourselves a ball game. Just to recap the bullpen's uh, issues last night, Musgrave comes in for an inning and a half, gives up two hits, two runs. Jake McGee gets the ball for an inning, two hits, one run earned. Uh, Jeff Hoffman coming in, uh, a third of an inning, two hits, five runs. Yeah, he and walked then, three. Yeah, and, and then Brooks Pounders, who came in uh, and gave up a run as well. And speaking of Brooks Pounders, I mentioned in the earlier segment how we may have to uh, throw an audible yes. on our list of all lists. Yes, after all of my diligent work all the preparing labor. today's list, yeah. we can save your list for Thursday. Okay. It's more appropriate for Thursday, okay. draft night We're pushing in the it NBA. Back. Okay, because your list is what? Uh, my list is the top ten non-first-round picks 
by Colorado-based teams. Okay. So steals, basically. My list, based on uh, Brooks Pounder, the name, is the most inopportune, unfortunate names given to uh, Denver professional athletes in its history. And now you were able to get 10? Yes. That's doing some deep research. I did a lot of uh, scanning the all-time roster pages last night. So is this based on the fact that Brooks Pounders goes out and gets pounded every time he's on (laughs) the hill? Again, if there's a name that's inopportune, it's that name, right? Right. So there are many more in the history of Denver sports that I've come up with. So if Jeff Hoffman's last name was actually Gascan, he would have made this list. Or Jeff based on balls. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This will be fun. That's at 8.15. Yes. That's a little bit later. Can't On wait. the text line, 30933, um, here are the suggestions, what you do to fix the Rockies. I will present a couple of these to you and tell me what you think. Uh, 4409 says, trade Gray, trade Arenado, he's gone anyway. This incarnation of the Rockies is hopelessly flawed. Prepare for the future. See, but how many times can we do this? Weren't we having this conversation three years ago, prepare for the future, let the kids grow up? How many times can you prepare for the future? I'm with you, and you know, you're 72 games into a season where people expected you to make the postseason. Now you're gonna not only blow it up for this year, you're gonna blow it up for the foreseeable future? I don't know that that's the best course of action. And why is it just assumed that Nolan Arenado's gonna be gone? Why? Well, because he has come out publicly and said his main priority over anything is winning. Um, do you believe that? Over, that his priority is winning over money. His priority is winning over, uh, lifestyle, over, um, you know, the, the place that you get to hang your shingle on a daily basis. I don't know that I'd buy that. If, if the Rockies are offering him the same amount of money or more, mm-hmm. he gets to live here, doesn't have to deal with the change, and the Rockies have shown they're willing to spend money to try and put a winner around him. They just didn't spend it very wisely. Yeah. From 8928, uh, so much drama surrounding Ottawa and this Avs pick. So many trade rumors leading up to the draft in three days. And on this show, it's like none of this is even happening. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We will have somebody on. Mario, put that on your list to discuss exactly what's going to happen there. Because the Avs own, essentially, Ottawa's pick if Ottawa decides to give it up. Ottawa has that choice. They can give the Avs the fourth overall pick in this draft. Or they can decide to keep it for themselves. Now, the Senators are doing some things in the background that may lead you to believe they will give that pick up to the Avs. We shall see. Yeah, I mean, until something happens, though, we're just guessing. Well, it's all speculation. Speaking of speculation, there's some coming across the NBA circles right now, and it is the subject of my piping hot take. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's this hot take. Woj bomb yesterday. I think Woj has an office at Pepsi Center for as many bombs as he delivers with nuggets. He's plugged in. I, I think he really might have a corner desk and a computer at Pepsi. According to Adrian Wojnarski... Is that correct? Close enough. enough. The Nuggets are looking to move up in Thursday night's draft. Move up in the top five, possibly top six, somewhere in that neighborhood. In order to do so, according to Woj, they would have to give up one of their much valuable assets. Murray or Harris? Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. 
According to Woj, that's what they'd have to do to move up in this year's draft. Now, I'm looking at who's available in the top six, and I'll get through this a little later in the show with more detail. Certainly, they're not going to move up to get DeAndre Ayton. All right, no one's trading that pick. That guy's gone. I would have to think that uh, Doncic has gone to Luka. He's not going to get picked by yeah. the Nuggets unless he drops. Uh, there, there are some other players here, and I'm trying to figure who are they targeting, right? Because you don't want to move up unless you have somebody at four, five, and six who you really desperately want on your team. Who are the Nuggets targeting right now? Could it be Michael Porter Jr., HW's favorite player, who seems to be dropping in the draft? Is that the Mizzou kid who played like three minutes? Yes. Yes. Is it Marvin Bagley, the kid out of Duke? Wendell Carter, the other kid out of Duke? Are those big guys? Could it be Trey Young, who took the uh, college game by storm early in the season last year? Especially if you have to give up an asset, a guard. Do you go draft a guard like Trey Young? Do they see him as the next Steph Curry, perhaps? Again, this is all based on Woj's bomb. I would be hard-pressed to believe that the Nuggets move up in this draft, only because that's a gamble. A gamble that, why would you give up Harris or Murray for a shot at a guy you hope, you think, is going to be a stud? You know Murray, I, I think we could both, uh, we know Murray's going to be good. All right, he's already proven he's going to be good. Yes. Okay, Gary Harris has proven to be the most consistent. I don't know why you'd give one of those guys up for a shot in the dark. Now, again, they know more than we do. They're watching these guys every day. Perhaps there's somebody they identified in the top six that's a can't-miss prospect. We like the Nuggets young players a lot. But if we're being honest about it, it's not as though they're all perennial all-stars. No, 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 you're right. You can't fall too in love with your roster. You're exactly right. But but is there a guy that I just mentioned? Doncic is not going to be available. Ayton is not going to be available. Are, are the guys I mentioned, Jaron Jackson Jr., I mean, who of those guys I named is a can't-miss prospect that you would give up a key piece to move up in the draft yeah. to acquire? You, you you have to be moving up to get someone surefire, and I'm with you. I don't know that there's a surefire star yeah. in that list of guys you read. If the Nuggets stay at 14, I have a name, I have a player, I have a guy that I want to see them get. I'll reveal that a little bit later in the show. That was my piping hot take. Manchester's hot take. So, Vic, watching uh, Jake DeGrom last night pitch eight innings, give up one earned run, his ERA is now 1.51. He just stymied the Rockies. He really did. Went deep into the game, just in total control, total command. Then later in the game, we see Jeff Hoffman come in, one of the cornerstones of the two-low trade. He's going to be a guy. He's going to be a star. He's going to be a big-time pitcher. He gives up. Five earned runs on two hits and three walks. This is on the heels of John Gray going out and getting shelled again. And it just popped into my mind. We've been hearing for years about how Baseball America ranks the Rockies farm system as number two in Major League Baseball, number three in Major League Baseball. All these picks, all these guys, all these players who are going to come up and just take the world by storm. Where are they? I mean, that's the most depressing thing for me when I look at the Rockies of, okay, yeah, you know, cargo, para, guys that they're trying to get a, a little extra out of to try and 
make the postseason this year and maximize their window here. Once you get past those guys, it's like, all right, you got to move on to David Dahls and the Ryan McMahons and this young pitching staff. Does anybody jump out at you? Speaking of young players and whether or not they're going to be stars, does anybody jump out at you and go, yep, that guy's going to be a star. That guy's going to be someone that's going to be uh, making all-star appearances. I don't see it. So not only are the Rockies depressing right now, 34 and 38, losers of eight straight at home, I don't think their future is very bright. Because unless I'm just missing something, and Brendan Rodgers is the guy, and he's going to come up here, and he's going to be the one that makes us all go, oh, well, the the world's going to be fine. The Rockies are in good hands for the next decade. Where's the young talent? Where's the future? Where's the guys that they've been grooming down in Albuquerque who are now coming up and making an impact? I just look at this team and go, not only are they underwhelming this year, not only are they not getting what they needed out of some of these veterans who were going to help them you know, get over the hump this year, I don't see that the cupboard has a lot in it. And that is a depressing realization while watching this team flounder this season. Depressing is the best word you've used today. It is depressing. Because I wanted to ride this through football season, at least the start of football season. I'll still watch. We'll all still watch. Yeah. You'll still watch. It's something to but have when, on the TV. When you have that empty feeling that, well, what's what's the point here? That's hard. It's hard to stomach. Well, and, it, it, you know, this ties into all the people who are like, ah, trade Arenado. Really? Do you, do you trust this group to trade Arenado and, and get something of value from him? Do we want to go back and look at the too low trade? Do we want to go back and look at the guys they got in that deal? Uh, Jeff Hoffman and his 14.51 ERA. He was one of the cornerstones of that deal. So this, this group in terms of evaluating talent and then developing talent, that's the other portion of it. That's who you want to trust with getting rid of a a perennial all-star, a gold glover, and oh, let's get in some prospects and they'll be here in two or three years. Really? Because where are the guys that they were saying that about two or three years ago? Where are they? Nowhere to be found. A little later in the show, uh, you asked, we delivered, uh, Mark Mosier, who you can hear every afternoon on the smooth, will join us at 9 a.m. to discuss what the Avs, uh, have in, uh, in store. It's really not the Avs choice. It's Ottawa's choice. Does Ottawa want to give up that pick or not? What are they doing to offer hints that they do want to give it up? What, what is the fuse on this thing? Like, can they wait until they're on the clock? Yes, yes, they can wait until the pick is about to be delivered. So yes. Joe Sackick and company just have to be sitting there have, waiting yes. to make their pick. Yes, they have to understand what's happening at number four. That that's exactly seems right. ridiculous. Well, that's how it's working. Or Ottawa can keep the pick, and then no, next year the Avs will have Ottawa's pick. Well, what if the Avs want to trade that pick? They gotta just have something ready to go for a pick they don't even know. Do you want me to call Gary Bettman and start rearranging things? I'm what just you, trying I mean, to understand well, it. Well, let's ask Woj those questions. Okay. Meanwhile, the Nuggets, according to Woj, looking to move up in the draft. If that's the case, how far can they move? Who do they give up to move? And what are they moving for? Who are they moving for? You got the Vic Lombardi show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Grab your cowboy boots, round up all your friends, and get to two-stepping down at Mile High Station. Saturday, June 30th, starting at 2 p.m. for a Kenny Chesney pre-concert party. Mile High Station will have great specials on Dos Equis while you enjoy a bite to eat from a local food truck. Get ready for the show while listening to some great country tunes. 
Craft beer is just not enough to cut it anymore. This summer, how about you up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub? Besides craft beer, enjoy signature cocktails and regional wines, and Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub features a seasonal menu. Try pork belly tacos and spicy shrimp ceviche. That's how to up your pregame game at Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Just blocks from Coors Field at Union Station and in Cherry Creek. Open at 11 a.m. weekends for brunch. Remember the name. Thirsty Lion Gastro Pub. Hey, Scott Ace is here. And did you know June is Men's Health Month? And gentlemen, do you know your numbers? You may know your blood pressure and cholesterol, but do you know your testosterone and prostate numbers? I know mine. I went to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. And this month, Low T Center is offering a special testosterone and prostate level test for only $50. So call them today, 303-451-5698, or get online at thelowtcenter.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, 1 City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. I protect my family and the environment by the safe disposal of medications. It's easy to do. It gives me peace of mind. Do your part and learn how to dispose of your unused or expired medications. Take Meds Back is important to every Coloradan. The program allows everyone to participate in the safe disposal of medications. Convenient drop boxes for medications are located in participating pharmacies and police stations throughout the state. Drug safety starts with you. It's easy to do and can save lives. Did you know nearly 224,000 Coloradans misuse prescription drugs each year and 42% of Colorado teens say it's easy to get prescription drugs from their parents' medicine cabinets? Do your part and learn how to dispose of your unwanted or unused medications. Learn more at TakeMedsBack.org. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Savor some of the most delicious authentic Japanese food featuring street food at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual summer rooftop party. Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites, and delicacies. Sip sake and enjoy the live entertainment. Tickets are on sale now and include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages include VIP bar service, waitstaff, and reserve table. Proceeds benefit charity. It's a foodie adventure at the annual Sushi Den rooftop party June 26th and 27th. Tickets and info at SushiDen.net. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Overall, pretty decent on the Metro Area Drive. Traffic is brought to you by UMA Office. We do have word of a medical emergency. Watch for crews rolling to the scene eastbound I-270 approaching I-76. Could be an incident southbound I-25 at Castle Pines Parkway. UMA Office is the most reliable, simplest to use, easiest to install business phone, and it's perfect for five employees or 50. Just nineteen ninety five per user per month. More at OOMA.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is there a guide that I just mentioned? Doncic is not going to be available. Aiton is not going to be available. Are, are the guys I mentioned, Jaron Jackson Jr., I mean, who of those guys I named is a can't-miss prospect that you would give up a key piece to move up in the draft yeah. to acquire? That, according to uh, Woj from ESPN, the Nuggets interested in moving up in the draft. Of course, you hear a lot of these type of things this time of year, right? Teams wanting to move up. Yeah. Other teams looking to move down. Uh, teams looking to move down in this draft include the Sacramento Kings, the Orlando Magic. Not sure why, but whatever. You know, whatever. If you can identify a player, a can't-miss prospect, that for some reason your scouts have determined, guys, real deal, then don't you do whatever you possibly can to go get them? Because this is your your school of thought, Manchester, when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL draft. If you can identify a guy that will change your franchise, there's no price too high. There is not. Uh, the NBA is a star-driven league. So you're you're right. The NFL example is a good one, right? In that league, if you don't have a quarterback, you're toast. You 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 may have one year aberration where you know everything else comes together, but if you don't have a quarterback, by and large, you don't have a chance. In the NBA, if you don't have a star, you can be okay. Mm-hmm. You can be competitive, but you're not going to be a title contender. You can be Toronto. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. You can be Portland. Some nice players, some really good players. Well, some would consider Damian Lillard a star and evidently not star enough. Not a big enough star to lift him in the postseason. So if you think there's somebody that fits that description, then yes, you move heaven and earth to go get them, without a doubt. By the way, Nuggets fans, the place to be Thursday night for the draft, Stoney's Bar and Grill, 11th and Lincoln. It is the Nuggets draft party presented by Miller Lite. Join uh, the Nuggets dancers, the super mascot Rocky, and a bunch of us from... uh Altitude 950, as the Nuggets try to piece this together, will they move up from 14? Will they move into the top six? What will happen here in the course of the next three days? One name I want to throw out there if they stay at 14. And, you know, the other rumor, too, for the Nuggets is that they will try to package the 14th overall pick in order to move Kenneth Fareed's contract. Yes. Okay? So we continue to hear that. But let's say they do make that pick at 14. They stay put. And acquire a player. What kind of player do you want? I know exactly what I want. Well, if I, partially I'm just looking at it and going, all right, well look at the starting lineup. What's the, what's the potential hole? Mm-hmm. It's at the three spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's the what happens with Wilson Chandler's uh, starting it's not, position. It's not what I want. You don't want a three? Not necessarily. I, there's a, there's a certain kind of player that I want. A true point guard? No. no and I would love that. Yes, I would love that, but there's there's some other hole that needs to be filled on this team, and that is an established, ferocious, explosive rim protector. I want someone, when people are coming down the lane and the Red Sea parts, he is there as the last leg of defense. A Dikembe Mutombo type? It doesn't have to be a seven-footer. It doesn't have to be. Somebody who can protect the rim. Well, it, it is the, the one flaw in the Joker's game. He's not much of a defender. Well, he's not much of a rim He's protector. not going to be blocking shots. In right. There. So they don't have a big man that necessarily fills that role. But Mason Plumley yeah. had maybe the biggest block of the year late in the season. He did. He did. It, it, how interesting is that, too? Probably the biggest defensive play of the season. Was that in Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City. 
at the end of the game, final Biggest seconds. Th- and it was a blocked shot, which is why I don't think enough value is there. Rim protectors change games, man. They change games. And a guy that I've, you know, I've gone through this list. Chris Dempsey, who joined us last week on this show, he'll join us again later this week. He came up with his top 30, right? 30 potential first round draft picks. And we went through this at Altitude TV. It's available online at nuggets.com. All 30 prospects. And the one guy that stuck out to me that I said, wow, this guy's explosive. I don't think he's reached his peak at all. His ceiling is way up there because in college he was limited. He's got a pretty feathery shot. I, you know, he, he can improve there. I love Robert Williams out of Texas A&M. Just look up some video of Robert Williams and watch him play. Watch him around the rim. So CBSSports.com projects him to go 12th overall to the Clippers. So he's in the range. Yes. I mean, that's not as though he's a guy that you want to fall from 4 to 14. If if they've got him going 12, he could easily go anywhere from, what, 11 to 17 probably. Um, All right, 610. I just like his game. I, I like a guy who can defend a couple different positions down low. And, again, the last line of defense. What was the one issue the Nuggets had, and we continue to bark about it? Defensive breakdowns, right? You know, they can't double because somebody gets beat. They go to their... So what do you do? Have that one dude back there who's going to say, no, no, I'm not going to let you just waltz in here. 10.4 points, 9.2 boards, 2.6 blocks in just over 25 minutes a game uh, at Texas A&M. So they, the, here, here's the sentence they uh, they have to describe him here. Williams projects as a strong finisher. Mm-hmm rebounder, and shot blocker who could be a 10-year starting center in the NBA if his motor wouldn't be a draft write-up if we didn't mention motor, if his motor and focus improve and get consistent. That's a little worrisome. In other words, he's kind of a dog. That's what they're saying. Motor and focus needs to improve and get more consistent. What does that tell us? Well, was Michael Jordan's motor at full tilt in North Carolina? My guess is yes. Hold on. Was he wearing (laughs) the old Dean Smith restrictor plates? Well, maybe, but did anybody question his motor? Um, I, I'm telling you, that's the kind of player. Not necessarily, it doesn't have to be him. That's the kind of player I think the Nuggets need. Well, they have the Nuggets going the route I suggested, drafting a three, taking Miles Bridges out of Michigan mm. State. There's a lot of things that have to happen. Uh, first of all, Wilson Chandler. When or will he opt out of his contract? The expectation is he may. Because he believes there's one more long-term deal out there. I he think he will. I think when you look at the money Plumlee got last year, I think Wilson Chandler okay. can go, that, get, go so, get that kind of contract so in the open market. Let's suppose he does. There's $12.5, million available. Okay? Is that money earmarked for Will Barton? Or is that money that you throw in the stable for Nikola Jokic, who is expecting a new deal? I, I don't know. I mean, the financials, I you know, the, we, we guessed at that stuff. I don't know. But you suppose then that Will, Wilson Chandler's departure will open up a small forward spot on this team. Yes. You're exactly right. Yes. That's the hole in the starting lineup, right? I mean, now we saw Will Barton fill that role a lot this year. But I don't think you get year. a starter at 14, though, bro. That's the thing. There's no, I don't think there's a guy in this draft that's a starter. Unless you're Probably in the not. top five or six. Probably not. You know, they're young as it is. You're going to throw another... 19 to 20 year old and put him in the starting unit? That ain't happening. Why not? I'll give you an example. Give me an example of a guy in this draft 
that you would put into this lineup as a starter. And let, let's well, they have suppose. a bunch of other guys that are in their early 20s. Like, okay. it, it, Does anybody think this is a team that's going to compete for an NBA title next year? No, other than Millsap, who essentially is going into the last year of his deal, which makes it a little bit weird when you're trying to evaluate this team's yeah. window. But other than Millsap, it's a bunch of guys in their early 20s. So if you put a 19-year-old in there, we, we've talked about it on this show for almost two years. It's all about 2020. All right, so you, you're telling me a, you can't draft a 19-year-old kid, put him in this lineup now, and in two seasons okay. he's blossomed? I, I'm looking at the top available prospects, and I'm trying to identify a three, because they're going to be looking for a three who you can plug in as a starter right away, and, and I'm struggling to find one. I mean, I see a lot of big big bodies. I see the bigger players that can could probably plug in, but they really don't need they don't need a Bamba right now. It'd be great to have Bamba. But they don't need a bump. They need a three. Well, if Wilson Chandler opts out, then what's the answer? I don't know. Maybe move Will Barton a three and you go small. Maybe, maybe they, they go with that small ball lineup. Murray, Gary Harris and Will Barton. Who's the scorer coming off the bench? Well, if that's what they do, it's Harris, Murray, Barton, Millsap, Jokic is your starting five. Yes. Which is relatively small. You know, the NBA is small. Positionless league now. I know. I get it. I wonder if they think Trey Young, who is falling, by the way, plummeting. He is falling every day. Trey Young projected by ESPN.com to go ninth to the Knicks. Ninth, which surprises me. How many damn point guards are the Knicks going to invest in? A score first point guard. What if they believe Trey Young, who sort of struggled at the end of the year, what if they believe he really is the next Steph Curry? Then you do everything you can to everything. get up and get him. Everything. And if you give give up one of your young guards, you don't care because right, so you me, just replaced him. So let me ask you this, and this is a crazy question because I don't think it's going to happen. Mark my words. When I say this, it's not going to happen in my opinion. If you think Trey Young is that good, would you give up the rights to Jamal Murray to go get him? No, but I'd give up the rights to Gary Harris. Interesting question. Then you'd have Harris. I'm sorry. Then you'd have Jamal Murray and Trey Young as your backcourt. Yeah, That's a small backcourt, dude. I just think Jamal Murray has a, a higher a, upside. That's a small backcourt. He has a higher upside. And I like Gary Harris. Yeah. I do. I just think Jamal Murray's got a higher upside. So if you made me give up one, mm-hmm. I'm giving up Gary Harris. Coming up next, our Power 5 question of the day. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's the premier Colorado coffee event of the summer, and Altitude 950 can put you there. The 39th U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. Listen all day, all week to win VIP tickets. Greatness courts failure, Romeo. No one gets you closer to the stars. Daily with a big stick here. The players. With his chip and the games and the golf. That's what it takes to lead a U.S. Senior Open. In Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Hey, it's Mark Mosier here to tell you about the anniversary sales event this weekend at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, where you can get a new Altima for the price of a used. The 2018 Nissan Altima S going for only $18,495. Get to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and see Devin Schubert. The best people, best deals during the anniversary sale off I-25 on 104th or LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last state event, JC 114320. Stock number DN 1334. MSRP 24415. Dealer retains all rebates. OEC includes 599 dealer handling fee plus tax title license. Dealer. Equipment offer at 7818. Please vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply.
Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at BrandonOne.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Saturday, June 23rd is the main event of the Rockies' 25th anniversary season with stars of past and present. All-time 25 alumni like Larry Walker and Todd Helton, along with Charlie, Nolan, and the current team, will join fans on the field for a 25th anniversary photo day. So, here's your to-do list. Arrive at 1015 to get your King Supers throwback replica jersey, get photos with the Rockies, and enjoy special ceremonies before the 110 game versus the Marlins. Go to Rockies.com slash 25th to get your June 23rd tickets before they're gone. The Altitude 950 traffic update. We do have some slow speeds right now. Southbound I-25 is stop and go between Broadway and Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. In fact, that is about the worst of the drive at this point. Watch for crews oh, responding to a medical emergency, though. You could see some slowing eastbound I-270 approaching I-76. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com higher. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Text line 309-33-309-33. We wondered aloud if Wilson Chandler does opt out, who is the uh, Nuggets starting three, right? In a positionless league, we're still considering them numbers, whatever. Um, a couple of people suggesting LeBron at three. Well, sure, that'd be nice. Uh, 8004 says, hell no on Trey Young. Uh, 3443, didn't Willie Buckets inform the team he was testing free agency? They probably will test free agency. Doesn't mean the Nuggets can't participate. Yeah, sure. Let's see what, what's on the open market for Will Barton. Perhaps his best deal is a deal here. We'll soon find out. 
Cuban Benny writes in, Tulo was the worst trade in Colorado sports history. I disagree. They got essentially nothing in return. What, what, what did Toronto get? Nothing. Okay. So Tulo never so played. That's what I'm saying. So he's yet to play this year, and yeah, he's but not he, even close to what the player he was when he was I get it, but he was a big asset that had to turn into something for you. Okay, but he was an asset that lost all his mojo. Not at the time. I mean, at the time, if you just said, hey, they're going to get rid of Tulo and they're going to get nothing in return and he's not going to play any and have any impact there either. It's like, well, so you still got to get something for him. Uh, Such I, a bad trade. I, I, I don't consider a bad trade one where both teams lose. It's when one team wins and the other team loses, that's a bad trade. Either both teams win or both teams lose. And in Jeff Hoffman, Miguel Castro. Where is Miguel Castro going? That's a good question. What is he doing yeah. now? I remember, I, I remember the name. I don't remember his game. Jesus Tinoco. I assume it's Jesus. Uh, we're watching the uh, final minutes of Japan and Colombia here, and we both agree, as we stressed yesterday. It, it, sorry, nothing more exciting than the final minutes of one of these games where one team is playing with desperation. Well, and especially a team like Colombia who was favored to win, and they're looking at it going, we have to get a point here. We can't lose to Japan. And they're just frantically And they're playing with 10 men. They're throwing everything they've got at Japan, and it is just helter-skelter. They're down a man going as aggressively as they can toward the goal. I'm not sure why we have this topic as our Power 5 question of the day. I think Marty will give us the details soon, but let's go with it right now. Time to ride the Power 5. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. God, I love these fries. Can I have some? Um, sure, Cindy, go ahead. Oh, God, these are good. Cindy, can you leave some for us? <laughs> I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. Lay off me, I'm starving. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> what, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing with this one? A final meal? Yeah, so if you're having your last meal on Earth, where would it be from? Why so morbid? Be? Yeah, what is the basis of this question? Well, I had a really good meal on Saturday, and it got me thinking. If I were to have a last meal, it would be at this establishment, and it would be this this meal. Okay, should, well, tell, you got to tell us about the meal. Well, where did you was, eat? I was in Vail. It was a place called Mountain Standard. It was this Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and it was about as good as it gets. You ever had Nashville hot chicken? This is like all the rage. Nashville hot chicken is like the new thing. What, what, what is it? I have no idea what it is. Is it like a spicy chicken sandwich? Yeah, it's like a spicy chicken sandwich. There was ham on there. There was this really good sauce. Why can't I get that at Chick-fil-A? What's the difference? No, they don't have it at Chick-fil-A. First of all, I do not think your final meal should include a sandwich. You can't do better than a sandwich. Okay, what do you got there? Yeah. You got there, James. Vegan. All right, no, no, no grass. Yeah. If, if How much my, hummus are you gonna eat? If it's my final meal, the veganism's yeah, going out the window. Right. I'm not worried about my lifestyle at that point. Yeah. Um, there is a steak place called E3, and it's right on the Yampa River, right through Steamboat. Fantastic. Yeah. So I would have some oysters. Wait, then I, oysters? Yeah, oysters. Disgusting. Uh, oysters on the half shell. Mm. But probably some Kumamoto's. I like my West Coast oysters. They're a little, little smaller. No idea what that is. Not as salty and briny, a little sweeter. Okay. Uh, so I would open with that, have a nice Caesar, and then I would have a filet, medium rare. God, you, the way you describe this, 
I see it in your eyes. Have, having gone the vegan route now for close to a year, I see how badly you want to eat that. There meal. was a twinkle, wasn't there? Like I just was imagining are, this. I'm like, oh you my are god, missing out. Bro. That sounds so good. You are missing out. Uh, Jesse, your final meal, what would it be? I think uh, some enchiladas. Where? Oh, from where? I think yeah. homemade. Okay, so you make them. Yeah, see, mine's yeah. a homemade meal, too. It would be a huge arm of my parents' homemade sausage. Ooh, that would be good. Just raw, let me just chomp on that for a good hour. That would be good. Although, now that you go down the homemade route, I've got two things I would do. I love that sausage. So... My grandma Rosie on my dad on my my grandma on my dad's side, uh, I inherited the kind of the spaghetti and meatballs, the sauce and meatballs recipe for her after she, from yeah. her after she passed away. So I would I would make that meal rigatoni with grandma Rosie's sauce and my special half sausage half beef meatballs. I would also on the other side of the family have to have my grandma Phyllis's fried chicken. And you get the fried chicken and the mashed potatoes and the cream peas and the whole smorgasbord that goes with it. Oh my God, what a great meal. Dude, that is. I did, uh, White Fence Farm for Father's Day because my dad loves that place, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, chickens, like all the chicken, everything's, the thing that they have, the delicacy that they give you that I think I must have eaten 40 of these suckers are those little, little the fritters. Yeah. The corn fritters. <laughs> yeah. Like little donut holes. Yeah. Whatever yeah. those are. Dude, I, with the I powdered o- sugar on them. I OD'd on corn fritters. Mm hmm. I think I might open with a uh like a raspberry filled Krispy Kreme. Calm down. And then I would move on to yeah, dude, my oysters. This is a bad topic for Manchester <laughs> because Marty he is full blown ready to go. We might he, finally break he, him today. He is crossing the border today. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Ooh, how about In-N-Out Burger? I had that my I had my share in LA last week when I was there. And it never oh. it never gets old. No. You know, I've never have you guys have you guys ever been to an In-N-Out burger that did not have a line? No. It's remarkable to me. Any time I've of day. I've never, ever, ever in Vegas, Arizona, Southern California, there's one in Texas, I've never been to In-N-Out where there wasn't a line waiting. You know, and you can you can find out a lot about people when you start talking about In-N-Out burger because, you know, when they announced it was going to come to Colorado mm-hmm. Springs, there were a certain number of people, whether it was on Facebook or Twitter, mm-hmm. who immediately went to the, I don't get it. They just can't like anything that's yeah, popular. Exactly. They can't admit that, yeah, there's well, a reason like the, there's the, a freaking line out the door any time of day. It's like the music prudes. Exactly. Who who don't understand a popular song. Exactly. Well, I'm into alternative. If there's more than seven people exactly. who know this band, well, I don't know how it could be good. There's pretty much a reason why there's always a line at in and out And it's yeah. not for marketing purposes. When's the last time you saw a commercial? You never do. Exactly. There's some quality there. And it's damn good. It's because the food is fantastic. It all, you know, they always say location, location, location. Somewhat that's mm-hmm. true, but we're going to test this over on 120th near my house. So across the street, over in the Walmart area, there was a Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. Jack in the Box lasted about three months. I've never been to Jack in the Box. There's a reason. Jack in the Box lasted about three months. Mm-hmm. It went in the old proverbial, you know yeah. what. The exact same footprint is now being turned into a Chick-fil-A. That thing will be a yeah, raging it'll success. Be extraordinary. You watch. It'll yeah. and it's in the exact same spot. Exactly. Still right. the same difficulty to get to yeah. traffic patterns, all that kind of stuff. It will be a huge success. Yeah. You could put an in and out burger mm-hmm. in the worst location in Denver. There'd be a line there the entire time it's no open. No doubt. Listen, there's a reason Shakey's Pizza is not around anymore. And you know what though? 
Shakey's Pizza, a fistful of dirty, <laughs> filthy quarters, and you're playing Galaga. And you're set. I mean, that is a pretty good night. You are I had set. A, I had a birthday party or two at mm-hmm. Shakey's. Uh, on the text line, uh, just tuned in, thought I'd uh, tune to the Food Network on accident. What is going on <laughs> with the vegan and his guilty pleasures this morning? He's about to break, sports fans, and you're witnessing live this morning. Five, Here it is. Five guys? It How is, about five guys? It is June 19th. And Manchester is about to break. The dam is cracking. How long has it been? It has been uh, six and a half months. December 1st I started this. God, I feel sorry for you. you got to step in here and listen to us talk about meat. I can I can dream. This, uh, it, see, it's, it's, I'm like the guy who did have vision and then mm-hmm. went blind. You can describe something to him and he can know what it looks like because yeah. he's seen it. Yeah. He just can't see it now. Uh. That's how I am. Come with me after the show. Let's see. I hold you. Come to Mama Lombardi's house and just watch us eat. Let's see if you break or not. I could eat the pasta. Yeah. That will get him. A formal invite to Mama Lombardi's house. Idea. That's how you I'll break. I'll periscope him. that too. I would be. I would be tempted. I would be tempted. Should we try that today? <laughs> I want to do that today to see if I can. Right, here's uh, what we're gonna do today. We're what's on do. the menu? Do we know? I don't care. I'll tell Mom that. Uh, what, what What is your guilty Italian pleasure? Meatballs. Oh God, she's got them stored. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You walk in, here's a meatball. Meatball, that's not uh, an issue. Or Italian sausage is pretty. Damn okay, good here's too. what like we're gonna Italian do. Italian sausage sandwich. The, mozzarella. It's official. it's official. Those of you who follow me on Twitter, today's Periscope. What time is your lunch hour today? You know, I can basically take lunch at 10:01. I'm good to go. Okay, I can't do 10:01. <laughs> you let me know. All right, at noon 30 today. I want you to meet me. I'll give you Mama Lombardi's address. You're going to meet me at Mama Lombardi's, and we're going to test it. We're going to test how strong-willed you are for veganism. There's two things I really like about this idea. Yes. One is the test. Either way, if, you don't lose. To see if I can do it. Yeah. Two, the fact that I'm getting invited and show up on a day when HW's not here. That's glorious. Just it adds it's to just it. perfect. It really That's adds right. to All it. All right, so today it's going to happen at 1230. Easy e will be in attendance. <laughs> we're going to lay out all the sausage and meatballs oh. we possibly can to see if we can turn the vegan over. Will Mama Lombardi be offended if I don't eat it? Well, let me relay a story I I, I, I give people. Gary Miller, my good friend, my dear friend who was my old uh, colleague here in this business, used to come over to Mama Lombardi's on occasion. And one night he was there, it was a Jewish holiday. And uh, so he could not eat meat. So uh, we're sitting there getting ready to serve, and and Gary turns to Mama and says, "Um, sorry, Miss Lombardi, I can't eat meat today. And she goes, it's okay, Gary. I'll give you chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to figure it out. Okay. All right. All right. Top of the hour when we come back, uh, it is at 8.15, our list of all lists. And today's list, the most inopportune names in Denver sports. Mark Mosier at 9 o'clock, what the Avs and Ottawa Senators might or may not do when the NHL draft approaches. And if you heard about it, the latest Woj bomb, Nuggets looking to move up in the NBA draft. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And he just got thrown out. And you know what? Get your money's worth now. Exactly. 
I don't know how you make that call. You don't, not from the distance where he's at. So Mike Redman will take over the club the rest of the way. I feel bad for the broadcast team because I've been there. Uh I, I don't know how you spin what's happening right now with the Rockies. Eight losses in a row at Coors Field. That is a new franchise record. They are 11 and 20 at home. Don't you like your home? Eight in a row. That uh, that is unbelievable. Now let me run through the the pitching matchups the next couple of days. See if you think they can they can snap. The I, you know streak. what? No matter what matchup you give me, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't because by the time you get to the bullpen, exactly. Who I, knows? I, I don't care. But today it's uh, Mets are trotting out uh, lefty Jason Vargas. He's two and five with a seven three nine ERA. Rockies are going with uh, Herman Marquez four and seven five one three ERA. Push. That's a push, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Mets are going with, uh, righty Seth Lugo, two and two, 2.49 ERA. Rockies are, uh, countering with Chad Bettis, five and one, four, six, five. I like, I like the shot with Bettis. And then Thursday in the, uh, getaway day, the Mets have, uh, Steven Matt, three and four, three, three, one ERA. Rockies are going with Kyle Freeland, six and six, three point five nine. So I think Wednesday and Thursday are your chance to try and break it. I will be there on Thursday afternoon. Are you? Maybe I'll see mm-hmm. it. The New York Metropolitans came into Coors Field uh, sporting the worst offense in Major League Baseball over the last month of play. The worst offense. Have you seen what they've done in support, or lack thereof, of Jacob deGrom in recent outings? Well, he's got a 1.51 ERA. And they've lost games. And they've lost, which is almost impossible to do. So here they come into Coors Field with no offense to speak of, and they feast. They absolutely feast. Feast on what the Rockies have to offer. Uh, the only good news is, I guess, if you can find a piece of good news last night, is that you can't say the bullpen blew the game because the, well, the bullpen inherited a deficit. So it's impossible to say they lost the game when they were trailing when they were given the ball. Okay, but you also got to look at it this way, Vic. Tyler Anderson got the start. He went five and a third, gave up seven hits, mm-hmm. three earned runs. Yeah, that- doable. At Coors Field? It keeps you in the game. At Coors Field, if I, if I get a starter to go that route, three earned runs, that's doable. Almost every single game, almost every single game, their starting pitcher keeps them in the game. So one of two things have let them down throughout the season. And they, for the first two months, it was the same thing all the time. It was their bats. They couldn't hit. They were going to San Diego and getting one hit against Jordan Lyles. Like that was the, that was the problem. And now since then, it's turned into their bullpen. So, I mean, that's a, that's a ball game at that point. He gave up three runs. So, okay, yeah, they technically didn't blow it, but it went from being three runs on the board to 12. Yeah. You have no shot. It was the bullpen again last night. They gave up nine runs. You know, nine. The, the, the narrative now in town, and I'm probably guilty of it because I'm the one who said it a few times, is that not only are you going, to, you're losing the season, right? The season's gone away, it seems. But you may lose any chance of retaining Nolan Arenado because he says he wants to win. And the more I think about it as I hear you speak, I guess my reaction would be, and? So? Yeah, they're losing with him. They can lose without him. Well, okay, I get it. You know, it's it's that old hardball negotiating tactic. Well, as much like, as hey, we can be guy. last place without you. Hey, he's my favorite athlete in town. But at this point, at this point, if I told you to have to give him up to – to fix the the pitching, I, I I do it. Okay, but do you pitching have in, gives you a chance. Do you have, okay, they acquired three young pitchers for Tulo, none of which are doing none, anything. None, 
Nothing. They've None. gotten nothing out None. of them. So that Tulo at that time wasn't quite as big an asset as Arenado is, but he was close, and they got nada for him. Nothing. But that's the only answer I give you. And it's the same thing I say about the Rockies every year. You can cultivate position players. I agree. You can develop position players at Coors especially. All right, now, have they done a great job of it of late? Not exactly, because their offense was off kilter the first couple months. But you can do that. It's pitchers that are incredibly difficult to develop. That means you have to go get them via trade, via whatever. Go get them. But why can't any of these guys turn into bona fide aces or... Uh, why can't they develop a Jake DeGrom? They they draft plenty of guys that high uh, high in the draft. You're not going to want to hear the excuse I have. It's it's an excuse in your book. You're, you're not going to want to hear it. They they take guys high and they trade too low for three pitchers. You, One of them yes. can't pan out? You're not going to want to hear what I have to say in response to that right. question. Because it's going to be an excuse. Exactly. And it's an excuse that I think is valid. All right, let's hear it. I think the fatigue of altitude sets in on every single person who throws here. Okay, and you know why there's fatigue? Because they never get acclimated to the altitude because they don't train here. Again, your answer to that question is always they should live here year round. Yes, they should. (laughs) It should be required. You live here year round. You train here. You work out here. But, but James, they have to leave here to play road games. I get it, but you're never gone for more than three weeks. What, do you have a bunch of pitchers that just go on the road? No, no, no. Seriously, hear me out. It's not a bad idea, by the way. Hear me out. It's not... Not a bad idea. I, you have your road arsenal and your home arsenal. I would be fine with that. They have to do something different. So my uh, idea that they actually need to train at altitude and they need to live here and be acclimated to it seems crazy. To me, what's crazy is you've done for 25-plus years the same thing and gotten the same result and nobody mm-hmm. wants to change. That's mm-hmm. insanity to me. But here's the thing. You never leave on a road trip for more than three weeks, so you don't lose your acclimation to altitude. You don't. But you have to be here for three straight weeks to get it, and they never are, ever. That's the problem. The Rockies have lost eight in a row at Coors Field, which is unsettling to say the least. It's a franchise record. They can lose eight more. They can turn that to 16, and two weeks from now, you're going to watch a game at Coors, and there's going to be a hell of a great crowd there because of what you see at Coors. That is a fact. Well, let me give for you. that They have the seventh best average attendance in Major League Baseball. What does that mean? And and I've got some numbers, by the way. After you come up with those numbers, I've got some numbers for you that you you might you might be surprised. They're averaging thirty five thousand three hundred seventy eight fans per night. Okay. So take a shot at the six teams that are ahead of them in terms of attendance. Take a guess. The average attendance. Average attendance on a nightly basis. The the Rockies are seventh in Major League Baseball. I'll tell you this: the defending World Series champions are not ahead of the Rockies. They're wow. eighth. The Houston Astros are. Eighth. Are you serious? Now it's. 55 or 45 fans a night, but still, they're behind them. Okay. The top six, the Dodgers. Okay. Huge market, huge payroll. Got to the World Series last year. The Yankees acquired my guy Giancarlo Stanton in the Mm offseason. St. Louis, perhaps the best baseball town in America. People don't want to admit it because they don't like St. Louis around here for some reason, but they are. The San Francisco, now there's a typo in the, in the paper. I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, they're actually their team name is plural. It's not the San Francisco Giant, it's the Giants. But okay. the San Francisco Giants are fourth. Great ballpark, huge market. The Cubs are fifth, and the LA Angels are sixth. So two LA teams, a New York team, a Chicago team, a San Francisco team, and the best baseball market in America. Those are the only teams ahead of the Rockies That's in amazing. average attendance. Did you know on a whole 
baseball attendance is down sharply this year. Over 6%, close to 10% in some markets. It does not surprise me. And do you know they're, they're talking about why? What, what reasons would you suggest why baseball attendance is down? What, give me something. Uh, it does feel like the big market teams are dominating this year and are the only teams that have chance to contend. You know, Kansas City was there a few years ago. Kansas City's not what they were. So some of those markets aren't probably drawing as well as they used to. Listen to this. According to the players union, the players themselves in baseball who were told about these, these trends, they blame the way the game is marketed. It always comes down to marketed, marketing. Earlier this year, ESPN released its annual World Fame 100 list, which ranks the most popular athletes in the world. Yes, and a lot of them were soccer players. Okay. Based on endorsement dollars, social media followers, an athlete's search score, whatever that is, top 100 athletes in the world. It's Google. You know how many baseball players are on that list? Three. Zero. In the top 100? Top 100 baseball players or athletes in the world, not a single baseball player made the list. Bryce Harper didn't make not the list? Not one. Aaron Judge didn't not make the list? Not one. Clayton Kershaw? I'm just telling you the facts here. So I, I don't know if there's something to it. I don't know if that's why attendance is down. I don't know. It, the, Cincinnati, the, the, the Cincinnati Inquirer did a story on this, and they talked to several Cincinnati Reds players. And the, the players are like, you know, in basketball, for example, um, they market players, they market their shoes, people are wearing your shoes and all this stuff. They don't do it in baseball. They don't do enough of that in baseball. Doesn't hockey have the same issue? Not enough marketing in hockey? Yeah. Now, is there a direct correlation? Lack of marketing to a lack of attendance? I don't know. That's making a major leap. Well, I think there's something to that, but here's the other thing. All right. Name for me off the top of your head the biggest stars in baseball. Well, Bryce Harper's a star. Okay, Washington, D.C., top 10 market. Giancarlo Stanton's a star. New York, top 10 market. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw. L.A., top 10 market. Uh, I guess you can throw the little guy from Houston in there, Altuve. Okay, Houston, top 10 market. <laughs> Mike uh, Trout, yeah. L.A., top 10 market. Okay. So if you're in, if you're one of the small market teams, who are you going to watch? Yeah. Who's drawing you, right? I mean, if you look at the bottom 10, it's also in the newspaper today. They did spell all the team names right. Uh, this includes Miami. Now, this should tick you off if you're a Rockies fan. Dead last in attendance in Miami with 10,268 fans a game. 10,000 fans a game. Wow. You know what Miami has that we don't? Yeah. Two World Series banners. Yeah. Two did, championships. Did, did you see by chance Father's Day game in Texas, the amount of people in the stands watching the Rangers and Rockies? It was like half full. It was on Father's it Day. Was, it was like, wow. Look at last year at Father's Day at Coors Field. Yeah. So Miami, Tampa Bay, Oakland, Pittsburgh... Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Cleveland, well, Cleveland's pretty good, Kansas City. Those are some mm-hmm. small market teams, and most of them have no chance this year. Why the hell would you go to the ballpark in Kansas City? Your team's 22 and 50. Why would you go? By the way, do you know what Texas and uh, Miami have in common, both last place teams, both places where the Rockies played? Uh, they both have more home wins than the Rockies right now. That's how bad it's gotten. When we come back, our lists of all lists, the uh, top Ten most inopportune names in Denver sports history. Next on the Vic Lombardi Show. 
Summer is here and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. Welcome to Consumer Car Buying. I'm your instructor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Here's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, the rebates, and from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And so begins the sales circus. You've seen it. Balloons and costumes. Super low. Come on. Payments that require super fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, let alone honest. Know this class. There is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time, and make your experience a great one. That's it. And that's why you love these guys just like I do. During the Jeep Celebration event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare, and I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers. We have chiropractors. We have rehab specialists. We have massage therapists basically underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I have had haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there and make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. So I go into the office last week, and here's one thing that I get every time. Stretching. Professional stretch. They're stretching me. Man, it's so good for you. Yeah, definitely. We have people on staff that will go through what we call like a PNF stretching, where yeah. it's, it's, it's resistive type stretching, where you'll you'll get more of a stretch working with someone than on, with by yourself. Yeah. So basically, so it's more effective. Will this make me faster and a better basketball player? That's what I want to know. If you can move better. <laughs> Does insurance cover this? Insurance covers a lot of it. Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. You made a good point. You know, we worry so much about paying for other things in our life. Why don't, why don't we invest in our bodies? You know, I think that, you know, we're, we, we, we're raised with this, uh, immortality type like mindset and we don't start thinking about it until we start having the aches and pains when we get into our 40s and 50s mm-hmm. and then at that time sometimes it's a little late and so we, we got to catch up a little bit and so if we really want our golden years to be golden we need to take care of ourselves downtownshealthcare.com that's downtowns with an S you go to the website you get a you get a lay of the land don't you yes a little bit of everything if you want to get fixed up trust me I've been there I know what you're feeling downtowns healthcare is the place to go 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Speeds are down into the teens westbound C470 between Bulls and Morrison Road. This traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Southbound I-25, stop and go between 144th to 120th and between Broadway and Bellevue. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Beepings. You, you don't hear that beeping sound? I do Is not. Is that outside? Is that somebody's alarm? Is that my there, fire alarm? Have you gotten to that age where there are certain things and tones you just don't hear? Well, we went through this a few weeks ago with uh, um, those two words that were... Yeah. What was that? Yeah, yeah. it was... Uh, Yokel. It was, <laughs> it was Yanni, Yanni and Laurel. Laurel, yeah. Yanni and Laurel. I couldn't hear whatever one... I think it was Yanni that was high-pitched. We're sitting in the house the other day, yeah. and the, the kids have some little toy they'd given to the new kitten... Mm-hmm. And it was beeping and making noise, and it was driving everyone crazy because they couldn't find where the cat had batted it around the wait, house. Wait, was it, wait a minute. Is, is this the cat that was um, no coyoted? No. Okay. That was Bill. All right. This cat would like have been an appetizer. Okay. Bill was a full – Bill <laughs> fed an entire pack of coyotes. <laughs> the, the coyote uh, population has yes. doubled since uh, the Bill feast. And I, it wasn't driving me crazy because I had no ability to hear the beep. Mm. I have turned into that guy. So this well. beep you're talking about right now, Nothing. Here's what I witnessed this morning. I always witness something odd on my drive-in, and it always happens inside the Denver city limit boundary, it seems. Um, a couple dudes walking down that uh, Denver Country Club route there on yeah. Spear. You know the one I'm talking Where about. Spear there's a turns walk- into first? Yeah, there's a little walkway there. Uh-huh. It was 62 degrees as I was driving in. I checked my, my temperature gauge on the car. Both gentlemen were wearing full-blown ski coats and hats. And I felt like stopping. I mean, full. Bo- I felt like I was saying, guys. It's June. It's a little colder today than it was a week ago. It's 62 degrees. And they're young guys. They weren't old dudes. I was just going to say, is this a circulation problem? No, no, these were young people. And I'm like, come on. Coats and hats? Coats and hats. Stocking hats. Stocking hats. Yeah, that's excessive. See, because to me, this morning is is perfect weather. Doesn't that just make you want to fight? Well, that's a little excessive. I, I, I don't understand what triggers me there. I want to get out of my car and just say, let's fight. There is no weather better than shorts and a sweatshirt. That's perfect what weather. What would you do if a guy pulled up next to you while you were wearing your parka and stocking <laughs> cap and said, let's fight? <laughs> I would, well, first of all, I would come in and tell the story because it would be fairly remarkable. But don't I have a viable reason to fight in that situation? It is a little bit appalling that somebody would dress like that. It's overkill. Wait, what, are you, what are you doing? It's overkill. Maybe they're from like... I don't know, L.A. or something. It's 62 degrees. They're from Phoenix. Uh, the thin blood. Uh, page uh, 3B of the Denver Post Sports. We both uh, snickered at this. Barry Trotz. Uh, you may remember the name because he was hoisting a Stanley Cup two weeks ago. Former head coach of the Washington Capitals has resigned from his job because they could not agree on a contract extension. He wants to get paid. They don't want to give him the money he desired. Um, his salary was just over $2 million. He wanted more. 
The highest paid guys in the NHL circles are making six and a half million. Toronto's Mike Babcock. Joel Quinville's making six million a year. And Barry Trotz, fresh off of Stanley Cup, said, hey, give me some of that honey. They didn't give it to him and now he's out of work. It, it, the, the loyalty thing in pro sports is, it only stretches as far as the dollar. Yeah, Trust me on that. But that, that's a big difference. I mean, if you just won the Stanley Cup, you're going to get some sort of contract trigger that's going to put you just over two and other cup winning coaches or just other coaches are making north of six. Yeah, but you know what? Those disparities are in every sport. Do you think, hey, what do you think the disparity is between Vance Joseph and Bill Belichick in the NFL? Well, Vance Joseph hasn't won a Super Bowl. Again, but if Vance Joseph won a Super Bowl this year, it, it, they'd probably make the, it closer. There are vast disparities in every sport. And I get it. Doug Peterson doesn't make what Bill Belichick no. makes. And one of them won a Super Bowl this year and one of them didn't. I, I totally understand that, but it's easy for us to say there's no loyalty and hey, two million dollars is a lot of money. Well, okay, it is, but you only have so many opportunities in life to pounce. And you just brought Washington their first Stanley Cup title. That's your opportunity to pounce. Mm-hmm. It he, really is. He wanted to be uh, placed in the top five annually, uh, over four million, and th- they didn't want to go there in Washington. So they're looking for a new coach. I think the most surprising aspect of this Barry Trotz story, not that he's looking for work after winning a cup. It, you look at him. All right, give me a guess. Give me a guess, just without knowing. How old do you think Barry Trotz is? Well, I just glanced to the far right-hand column. Hey, let me ask these fellas. Marty, how old do you think Barry Trotz is? You've seen his face. Mm, He looks about 66. Jesse, throw us a number. I was thinking 63. Okay. I would have guessed mid, mid 60s. I'd click close to 70. Yeah. Mid, mid to upper 60s. He's 55 years old. (laughs) He does not look 55. He's six years older than I am. He looks like an elderly man. He does. He does. That is the most shocking aspect of that story. Barry's not really taking care of himself. I think is what part is going of the issue on. Here. I don't. He does not look like a fifty-five-year-old guy. He does not at all. Oh my goodness! And then you know you get the best of both worlds. There are some fifty-five-year-olds that look like they're twenty. Yes. Barry's on the other side Barry of that equation. Barry Trotz is not one of those guys. Well, now it's funny you brought that up because I was scanning looking for his age because mm-hmm. that was going to be part of my argument of like, hey, he's getting up there. Yeah. He's only got so many years he's where he's got to be able to coach. He's got another 10 years he could coach. So there's less of a fuse here of, hey, I got to make my money while I can. That, that is the most stunning number that I found today, the age of Barry Trotz. He's 55. Wow. Time now. We do it every Tuesday and Thursday. And today's subject matter, uh, in honor of uh, Brooks Pounders, the Colorado Rockies, who um, got pounded again last night. All due respect. With all due respect. He got pounded. It's an unfortunate again. name. So today's list that I came up with through exhaustive research on the Googleator, the top ten most inopportune names in the history of Denver sports. The Vic Lombardi Show presents Most for Dramatic Effect The List of All Lists Here's number 10 I started with the man he's got to be on the list Brooks Pounders Now if he were a slugger it'd be the perfect name Very total opposite. apropos If he were number 4 in the uh, lineup yes, but he's a pitcher Pounders doesn't fit the profile. Well, and if he's the basis for the list, he has to make the list. Maybe if you pound the strike zone. We put him at uh, at number 10. That's a yeah. very fitting way to start. And there's many different reasons why I came up with these names, and I'll explain as we go along. Okay. That was number 10. Next. Here's number 9. Just because I like to say it, 
and he was drafted by the Broncos, and everybody likes the name, and they're going to get jerseys with the name on it, Jake Butt. <laughs> okay. Is, is it, it sophomoric? Is it yes. childish? Yes. But, you know, Jake Butt. It is a silly name, and when you see it on the back of a jersey, you at least this is how I think. Why didn't someone along the way in this family change their last name to, I don't know, Butter, Bert, something. Yeah, Jim Bert. He was one letter away. Yeah. At some point, they couldn't have had, oh, yeah, they mixed up the spelling at Ellis Island, and now we're the Bert family. Well, my favorite part of, of Butt, uh, the name, is when he's saddled next to another Bronco player. What names can you form now with, you know, next to Butt? Yep. How many different names can you come up with? Because you're going to see a lot of that this season. Next. Here's number eight. We go to the Rockies again, and again, exhaustive research last night coming up, going through all of the names, all the players that ever played for these franchises. You remember this guy. I just like saying the name. Former Rockies outfielder, Quinton McCracken. <laughs> There's another guy who was supposed to just be a star. Remember Quinton McCracken? Oh, when he comes up. Wait till, wait till we see what happens. Quinton McCracken. Great name though for McCracken. a hitter. That's perfect. McCracken. Like, if he'd ever got it going, I mean, the marketing possibilities mm -hmm. with McCracken, but he just never quite lived up to the hype. Next. Here's number seven. We go to the Avalanche, and there are many names to choose from from the Avs. I went with this one only because it was probably mispronounced more than any name in Avalanche history. And if H.W. were here today, he he mispronounces cat for crying well, out loud. We had a guy mispronounce Reese last week. Yes, he, he mispronounces <laughs> things. <laughs> if he had a shot at this name, he'd have no chance whatsoever. Do you remember the name Carlos Scrastish? No. Carlos Scrastish? Crastish. Crastish. How do you spell that? Crastish? How do you spell it? The spelling is insane. And I do know it was Mike Ricci. He was, out of, he was, out, of, he was out of Latvia. Navs defenseman 03 to 05. Um, the spelling is, is insane. It's S-K-R-A-S-T-I-N-S. How many vowels are in that name? Well, like one? It, but, but if you were to pronounce it like it's spelled, you'd call them Scrastins. But it's not Scrastins. How is, how do you pronounce it again? Oh, I just, I already forgot. Carlos Scrastish. It's gotta be like a Norwegian name or something, it's right? It's Latvian. Latvian. Yeah, he's okay. Latvian. Okay. But the name gave me nightmares when he played here, because having worked at Channel 4 and mispronouncing that name so many times, again, it makes my list of unfortunate and inopportune names. Well, the only thing I would say is, fortunately, because I don't remember him, fortunately he probably didn't make the highlight package a lot. Not often. Here's number six. Fitting, uh, if this guy played for the Nuggets today, but he played for the Nuggets in 2002, former Nuggets center Mark Blunt. <laughs> uh, is it B-L-O-U-N-T? Yes. So a little bit of a different spelling. Yes. Mark Blunt. Blunt. Why do I have no recollection of Mark he Blunt the, he had at all? a cup all. of coffee with the Nuggets. Just a cup of coffee. Mark Blunt. Quick Blunt in and out. It would be very appropriate. Yes, today uh, it would be. Nowadays. We 2002. Would, we would hear those jokes constantly. So those are the first six on my list of most inopportune, unfortunate names in Denver sports history. I've got Brooks Pounders, Jake Butt, Quentin McCracken, Carlos Scrastish, and Mark Blunt. I think if you were making a list of the most fun names, Quentin McCracken makes yeah. that one. Yeah, fun. Again, it can be unfortunate at times, too. McCracken's a great last name. Yeah. And then when his first name starts with a Q... Yeah. 
QM are your initials? That's a fun name. I, I like a lot that of one. things about names in Denver sports going through <laughs> yeah. this yesterday. I'll by bet. The way. I'll bet. There are no uh, X's in Denver sports. We've never had a Xavier. Uh, no, last name. Oh, okay. In, in, right. On the Broncos roster, I couldn't find one. But anyway, uh, when we come back, the next five, the top five most unfortunate names in the history of Denver professional athletics, right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Denver Golf invites you to come out to Overland Park Golf Course on Santa Fe and Evans from 12 to 6 p.m. on June 22nd for our Demo Day event of the year. Try the latest club technology from Callaway, Tour Edge, Cobra, and more. Visit cityofdenvergolf.com for more information, and we will see you there. Get more info now at altitude950.com. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and i'd call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose american financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303-695-7000 or go online at americanfinancing.net and mls 182-334 regulated by the division of real estate. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-900-6114. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-900-6114. That's 1-800-900-6114. Josh over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or a radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. Hey, homeowners, listen up. 
Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Actually, a nice recovery on the drive. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's right now. The highways are accident-free. You drive through the tech center pretty much up to full speed, both directions, so that's looking good for you. Did you know that Lowe's is now home to Craftsman? You'll find an ever-growing selection of mechanics, tools, tool storage, and more. Craftsman, for your go-to tool brand, start with Lowe's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Greatness courts failure, Romeo. You may be right, boss, but you know what? Sometimes par is good enough to win. No, it's not, Cheech. You heard the drop there. That was from Tin Cup. So now we take the third caller. Third caller qualifies for a trip to the U.S. Senior Open at the Broadmoor. We want to send you in style here, compliments of Altitude 950, the ultimate U.S. Senior Open VIP experience all week. Listen for the Tin Cup movie clips. If you're the third caller right now at 303-753-0950, that's 303-753-0950, you are qualified to win four tickets to sit in the Centennial Club at the U.S. Senior Open. I'm going to make a trip down there next week. You know why? You know who's playing in that U.S. Senior Open? You know who qualified? Uh, John Smoltz. John Smoltz. Yes. Smoltzy is playing. I want to go down there and talk to Smoltzy about baseball, about pitching, and about golf. It will be a, a fun event, and that is the way. I mean, any going to a golf tournament in general is fun, and you can have a good time following a foursome around or pick your spot on a hole and kind of watch everybody come through. But if you can do it VIP, you can that's, get a little shade. Yeah. They probably have some television so you can watch the rest of the action. By the way. Food and drink. When you attend a golf event, you have to understand something. You lose touch unless you have one of those weird earpieces in that people carry around knowing, you know, they listen to the play by play. You lose a sense of what's happening in the golf tournament because you normally park yourself at a hole. Yeah. You're watching the scoreboard, scoring changes and all that, but you lose a sense of what's really happening at a macro level. Correct. Okay. I, I, I attended the Masters. And I can tell you, it was a wonderful experience to be there. But keeping track of the tournament, it's the worst experience because you don't know what's happening. Yeah. You don't know who's making a run. You don't know how they're doing it. You uh, you would have never seen Spieth break down, melt down the way he did at that part. There's mm-hmm. things you miss, okay? Things you gain, things you miss. Did you hear <laughs> what Paulina Gretzky did at uh, the U.S. Open? Yes, her and her posse. Yeah. She had a group of friends. And as Dustin Johnson Waltz is up to 18 at the U.S. Open, out of contention, plus four, three shots off the lead at the time. 
No chance to win Two the tournament. Two behind a guy that was already in the clubhouse. Yeah. His playing partner was winning the tournament, going yeah. to win. And Paulina Gretzky sits there as <laughs> Dustin Johnson makes a harmless, useless par, I think, on 18. It does nothing for him. And I think he, he, he might have birdied it, but it didn't he, matter. She erupts in cheering in celebration, <laughs> thinking that he won the tournament. Uh, Paulina Gretzky does not go to a lot of Mensa meetings. We'll just put it that way. She and her posse start cheering when Dustin <laughs> makes a putt on 18, not knowing what impact it had whatsoever. Maybe she didn't realize, and I, and I mean this sincerely, because normally the scores are all under par, and a three would be better than a one. <laughs> Good point. I, I never thought of it that maybe way. She maybe thought. she's colorblind, because I'm she colorblind. She didn't know it was a black number or a red number. She just thought, well, he's uh, the minus three is better than minus one. Yeah, I'll bet you she didn't realize they were all plus scores. That would be my guess. That as is to a what great happened. point. But is she talking to anybody? Is anybody exchanging <laughs> ideas? I, what are they talking about? I don't know, but I saw Dustin Johnson uh when he was in signing his scorecard. Did you notice he took his phone out of his pocket and sent a text? Did he? And I was wondering at the Did time, say, like, honey, I lost. I didn't <laughs> stop it. I bet it was something along those lines. I guarantee his phone was blowing up. His wife saying, good job, honey. Great job. I took third. Yeah, I, I didn't win. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What, what are you doing right now? Uh, so he, does he carry his phone while he's playing? That was the other part of it that I was like, is it in his pocket the whole time? He plays with his phone on oh, him? Because oh. where did somebody give it to him? What was happening? All right, back to our uh, list of all lists. Cue the music. Thank you very much. This is the top ten most inopportune, unfortunate names in Denver sports history. And I gave you my first ten. Brooks Pounders, Jake Butt, Quentin McCracken, Carlos Skrasnich, and Mark Blunt. Here are my second five. Here's number five. The reason I have this name on the list is the spelling of the name. It's unfortunate that one letter changes everything. Okay. Do you happen to remember this former Broncos offensive lineman out of the University of Nebraska before our time? I think he played for the Broncos in the early 60s. His name was John Denver. John Denver? Last name was spelled D-E-N-V-I-R. John Denver. And it was pronounced Denver? That's how I'm pronouncing it. There was a guy who played for the Broncos named John John Denver. Denver. How have I never heard that before? Go do your research. I did. Denver. D-E-N-V-I-R. And the unfortunate nature is that one letter, that one vowel. I can't believe, A, I've never heard of this, and B, the fact that a guy who shares a name with, you know, pretty popular folk singer and the pronounced the same way as the city is only fifth. That's only five? It's my list. I determine who goes where. Here's number four. Out of the uh, Rapids, I went and alert, uh, searched the uh, Rapids all-time roster, and I found a couple names that were um, interesting. But this one, to me, I don't know why. I just like saying the name. Former Rapids goalie in 1996, Dusty Hudock. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dusty? Dusty Hudock. How do you, how do you spell Hudock? H-U-D-O-C-K. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just like saying it. 96 was their first season, right? Yeah, Dusty Hudock. <laughs> If you were playing in a in a match, yeah. uh and what do they call it at the at the World Cup? Not a match, not a, a game. Fixture? A fixture. Yeah. If you were playing in a, a in a fixture and uh in net for you was Dusty Hudock. <laughs> Who you got back there? That <laughs> Tony Miola. How about you guys? I got Dusty Hudock. <laughs> you know you don't have any shot with Dusty Hudock. Next. 
Here's number three. Number three on my all-time name list, former Bronco running back, 1971, out of the University of Houston. It is Dickie Post. <laughs> well, see, you are going to get back in the day a few more, a uh, few more Dicks and Dickies. Yes, Dickie Post. Dickie Post. <laughs> and I'm not done yet. I ain't done oh, with Dickies. Oh my God, I am. Uh, I'm just going to let that one sit there, Vic. Here's number two. Number two all time. Another Denver Bronco <laughs> out of Ohio State, a defensive back, Dickie Doyle. <laughs> I like the alliteration. Double D. I like the alliteration. Double D, Dickie Doyle. What position did Dick Doyle play? Dickie Doyle was a DB. Okay, now don't you think if he was the linebacker, he would have gone by Dick Doyle? But if you're a DB, kind of a little bit more of, you know, it's a speed mm-hmm. kind of game, that's when mm-hmm. you become Dickie. You're Dickie Doyle. Dickie freaking Doyle. Just if, leave it at that. If he's a scat back, he's Dickie Doyle. Yeah. If he's a fullback, he's Dick Doyle. I wonder if he's any relation to Jack Doyle, the tight end that played for the Colts. I don't know. It's a relatively yeah. common name. Yeah. Dickie, is that how he's listed in the uh, media guide? Is Dickie? No, he's listed as Dick Doyle. Okay. You made him Dickie Doyle. I made him Dickie Doyle. <laughs> Dickie Post is listed as Dickie. I-E or Y at I-E. the end of Dickie yeah. Post and Dickie Everybody Doyle. Everybody knows you spell it I-E. Get your really? you know what together. Finally. Here's number one. The number one most unfortunate, inopportune name in the history of Denver sports. And some might consider the opposite in terms of unfortunate. Very fortunate to have this name. I found it interesting. I did my research and I found a former Denver Nugget, 1971 Ford, out of the University of New Mexico. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Long. <laughs> Oh, boy. Willie Long. So let me just see if I can recap the top three. Dickie Post, <laughs> Dickie Doyle, and Willie Long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all my research that I did last have, have night. Have you heard, have you ever heard of any of those no, athletes that played here? Ever. Okay. Ever. That's I'm here to teach. Talk I about. Am, I am the archivist. That's who I am. Cup of coffee, guys. I'm a doctor. And I consider myself sort of a local sports historian. Yes. I mean, I have heard the stories about these teams yeah. for 44 years. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of Dickie Post, Dickie Doyle, or <laughs> Willie Long. <laughs> <laughs> so just to make sure I understand yeah. what happened here this morning, <laughs> my top ten list that I, I spent time researching and writing yeah. – Got bumped because you were doing some searching last night and got the giggles. Well, no, I mean, I'm watching. I'm, wa- I'm watching the Rockies game, and the Mets announcers when when Brooks Pounders got pounded. Yes, the the Mets announcer goes, "Wow, there's an apropos name for what's happening right now," and it got yeah. me to thinking. I said, "What are some of the most unfortunate <laughs> names in Denver sports?" And 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 these names they hit the spot. I may have missed a few. I guarantee I did. Because, you know, I had to do my own research yeah, here. It's yeah. not like I have a crack staff. Right. So if you think of any that I may have missed, by all means, send them in. So now the only current player on the list is Jake Butt. Jake Butt, yeah. And, and Brooks Pounders. Oh, yeah, Brooks yeah, Pounders. Okay, you're right. Yeah. So number 10 and number yeah. 8. So my top 10, again, I'll go in order. Brooks Pounders, uh, Jake Butt, Quinton McCracken, Carlos Kreskish, Mark Blunt, John Denver with an I, Dusty Hudock, <laughs> Dickie Post, Dickie Doyle, and Willie Long. Dusty Hudock just sounds like a guy who would have been a pitcher in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. He does not sound like a soccer player. Dusty Hudock. Yeah. Or you, see, you know what that is? That's somebody that they, they're they playing the new hit from Dusty Hudock over on 92.5 The Wolf. 
Hey, he's opening for Kenny Chesney, Dusty Hudock. Well, again, I, those are my ten. I challenge you to find another name. My favorite. Denver Sports. My favorite. And he got robbed yeah. by not being first. Yeah. John Denver. <laughs> it's unfortunate because of that one vowel. That if it one was vowel. ER, if it was spelled right, he'd have made Denver, it. he's on top of my list. His parents should have changed his name. Well, yeah. But the Butts and the Denvers both should have changed their names. My favorite's Dickie Post, and it's only third. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950 is now available on Amazon devices with Alexa. What would you like to listen to? All of your favorite sports talk, the best hosts, plus scores, traffic, and weather that you depend on is available anytime on your Echo, Echo Dot, Echo Show, or any other Alexa enabled device. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy, Nate Crackman, for our friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. AmericanFinancing.net American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare, and I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I have had haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there. I make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. Does insurance cover this? Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. If you want to get fixed up, Downtown's Healthcare is the place to go. DowntownsHealthCare.com. That's Downtowns with an S. DowntownsHealthCare.com. Check it out. The Colorado Rapids take on Minnesota United FC on June 23rd at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And it's to the wall, but it's Tim Howard. Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family, no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola Family Plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Badgie delivers! A burgundy wave here! 
at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Get your tickets now at coloradorapids.com. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to Credit Union of Denver and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call this the power of two. It's so easy to do. You just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or call them at 303-234-1700. Apply at smartlikeyou.com or call Credit Union of Denver at 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard it on Cool 105. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rate applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500. With approved credit, terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A really nice wrap-up to the drive this morning. So far, so good. Haven't heard of any big accidents in the last little bit. Traffic is brought to you by Indeed.com. Still trying to recover southbound I-25, though, catching some slowing between Downing and Hamden. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. The Tennessee Titans select Honor, Honor Landry. And to welcome Isaiah Thompson as FIU's basketball coach. One and only, Adele Dazeem. And then you can even bring uh, Parado into the plane as well. Adele Dazeem. Oh, uh, it has nothing to do with my top ten list of uh, of names, but I, I can't. I just can't get over those pronunciations. If you missed it, John Travolta trying to pronounce what's her real name? Uh, Adina Menzel. Okay. Uh, Magic Johnson trying to pronounce Eduardo Nahara's name. It, that that one to me is the most astonishing. How how Magic Johnson when when I say Eduardo Nahara and he comes up with this, how he comes up with this out of Eduardo Nahara is amazing to me. And only Adele Dazeem. And then you can even bring Harado uh, into the plane. Harado. Well. <laughs> Harado. Her- Are any of those worse than me trying to do Zidane Zidane? At what? least you had the Z. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, 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 want, I want to repeat this. The man's name is Eduardo Nahara. <laughs> and he comes up with Harado. Pretty terrible. Um, I don't know if you caught this. So last night I'm watching the Rockies game, and it was hard to watch. It's hard to stomach. And I tweeted the following 11 hours ago. That Law Tigers commercial may have been the best part of this game. I think that was a real freaking tiger. Law Tigers? Yeah, you ever see that commercial with yeah. the guys running around in motorcycles? Yeah, it's like motorcycle insurance. Exactly. But they have a tiger in this commercial, a, t- a real tiger, a real-life tiger. Like Jake Jab style? Like, like a real tiger. So I said that was that looked like a real tiger. The Law Tigers people just tweeted at me saying it was a real tiger. Check out our Facebook page under videos, and you can see video of the tiger as we film our new commercial. So then I responded, great. I demand a role in your next commercial spot, right next to the tiger like Rocky Balboa. And they came back at me, do you ride and live in L.A.? Because we might just need riders for our next commercial shoot. 
Can you tell them I've never ridden a motorcycle in my life? I don't even know how to ride one. You've never ridden a motorcycle? I have no idea how to ride. I don't know how to operate that. Not machine. even like a dirt bike? How, what do you do? How do you, how do you go? Can you ride a bicycle? Yeah. You've seen me ride a bike. So instead of pedaling, you just have to move your right wrist, get some throttle, and away you go. No, I don't trust it. Same deal. Now, I've done a scooter. Is it the same as a scooter? <laughs> yes, it's the exact same thing. No, it's not the same it's as a scooter. exactly the no, same thing. No, because you have weird mechanisms on each hand. It breaks in the throttle? <laughs> Even, have you ever ridden like a four-wheeler or anything like that? No. Really? Yeah. You know, they scare me. I'm not going to lie to you. Motorcycles scare the hell out of me. You know what scares me? That big exhaust, because when I was a kid, our neighbor Pat yeah. had a motorcycle, and I was looking at it glowingly one day. I was, I think I was 10, 12 years old, and I went to hop on, burned the crap out of my leg. Yeah. Almost Just burned it. Almost everyone I know who rides has a uh, a scar on their calf from hitting it when they were. That's why they wear pants. You definitely now should wear jeans. Now I know why. You know what though? You can still feel it through the through the denim. It's still hot. It's what still about hurts. The leather pants, like chaps. Yes. I'm What's not up a chaps with, guy. Are you you are motorcyclists? I used to be. I'm not anymore. Like like a real one, like yeah. a Harley. Yeah, I've been to Sturgis a couple of times. Are you serious? Oh yeah. You, you didn't come, know this? No, I had no yeah. idea. I could be the weekend warrior. See, now, that would be fun to be on the open road on a motorcycle. I'm not gonna lie, that'd be fun. It's a lot of fun. But I'm too scared. I'm mm-hmm. a coward. And, well, actually, that's not a bad fear. I mean, when I was, and I stopped riding because I nearly got T-boned at the, the corner of 144th and Huron. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, I call the, call the law tigers. It got to the point where like only time I rode it was like to go to the gym. I'm like, really? I'm going to have kids not have a father because their dad had to ride his Harley to well, the my gym. Well, my son, the reason I'm, my son wants to buy a motorcycle and asked us and I said, hell no. Oh, I, I think it's a rite of passage. I think, I, and I don't mean this, to, I'm not trying to be offensive. I think every grown man should be able to ride a motorcycle. So you need to check this off the list. I, like, I've ridden a scooter. Well, you're close. You could do it, but you have to be, you have but, to be able to. What's the difference? I mean, am I not a man? Because no, you're totally a, scoo- a man. A scooter. I've taken a scooter from downtown Denver to my mom's house. I just think, and I almost crap myself. There's something about sitting on a Harley, the rumble of the engine. I mean, they they have trademarked and patented the rumble. Like yeah. it's that's how that's how great it is. Yeah. You you have to you have to experience it. There's a couple of key things. One, you can't have a windshield. That no, no windshield. You need the, the you need the air you need the air hitting you in the face. So mm-hmm. no windshield. Now this is a terrible recommendation, but I'm going uh, to make I know it anyway. what you're going to say. I'm not a helmet guy. Wow. I look at it of a uh, look. I, uh, if I get hit, I'm a mess anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, really, that's going to help me. It's a little bit like the guy who wears a helmet when he skydives. It seems kind of pointless <laughs> to me. Yeah. Seatbelt in the plane? <laughs> right, right. Oh, I had this lap belt on. Okay. I'm fine. Yeah. We just hit the side of a mountain. Okay. I see where you're going. Let's bring in Marty a little sugar, please. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. It seems I, I emasculate myself every day on this show. I don't like beer. I don't ride cycles. I don't like them mountains. What else is there? Well, I mean, the beer thing and never ridden a motorcycle thing, I kind of, I, I, I'm, I see where you're going. The mountain thing, you've done it. Yeah. You've been to the mountains. Just not a fan. That's okay. 
You've seen the drawings of the mountains. Yeah. Justin, I seen thought you were talking about riding a tiger back here. I thought that's what, that's what the <laughs> no. commercial was going to be. <laughs> no, the law tigers, dude. See if you can leverage a situation where you're riding that tiger. Mm-hmm. What do you got? All right, guys. Uh, Jacob deGrom turning 30 years old today. He got the W last night. He's one of the most dominant pitchers in the game. He was a shortstop until his junior year in college when they persuaded him to be the closer. That worked out pretty well for him. See, he was the shortstop in college till his junior year. And yet, these pitchers can't hit. He was a he was a really bad hitter. That's why he had a transition. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes some sense. He's only hitting like 230. So he's in Denver last night. He gets the win, and he gets to go out and celebrate going turning from 29 to 30. And my guess is he had a good time last night. Maybe Nimmo showed him around. I thought he was younger than that. That's weird. He does. I would not have guessed. Uh, I would not have guessed 30. He went to college for four years, so I kind of put him behind That's the eight rare. ball there. Then he had Tommy John surgery in 2011. Canceled out. That's so rare before. anymore for an athlete, a professional athlete, to have attended college for all four years. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yeah. it, doesn't, it just doesn't happen anymore. No, you have one good year and you strike all the irons well, out. Well, especially baseball, basketball, you don't really see it in hockey. You see it some, you see it more often in, in football than any other sport. Right now, in the sport of basketball, who is the best four-year collegian to play in the NBA right now? I, I've got a name. I've got a name. Man, I don't even know. Did four Kenneth years. Fareed play four years at uh, Moorhead State? I, I don't know. I don't know. So that's not your answer. Chris I don't know. Paul is my answer. He played all four years? At Wake Forest. Really? Yes, he did. He did? Yes. Something about Wake Forest, man. They yeah. can just keep people Tim, there. Tim Duncan did the same thing. Must be one Tim hell Duncan of a campus. Four. Give me another athlete. Did Russell Westbrook play four years at UCLA? I don't think so. I want to say he played two. Did James Harden play four years at ASU? I don't think so. Grayson Allen might be the next one. Okay. <laughs> Go on. All right. Uh, this World Cup final in 1938. The Italians take down the greatest team of all time, the Hungarian soccer team. Oh. <laughs> Four to two. It was a real barn burner. My team lost on this day <laughs> to <laughs> Vic's team? To Vic's team. Yeah, Vic. You want to rub it in his face? I think, didn't we discover that it was in the 50s that it was really the Hungarian team? Yeah, but team you spent two days saying it was the 30s, so we're going with that. <laughs> well, they were in the World Cup final. They were obviously pretty good. Yeah, second place is great. You acted like they couldn't, didn't even know how to find the pitch. <laughs> well, like the uh, Belarus team. <laughs> Sad that neither Hungary or Italy is in this World Cup. How the yeah. great ones have gone. Everybody's lamenting the U.S. not being there. I'm upset about Hungary missing out. I had to stay in 1991. Pablo Escobar surrenders to police. If you guys watch Narcos, this is yes. when he went to that luxurious prison where he yeah. pretty much just ran everything. His, his prison is like Beverly Hills. <laughs> the first season of Narcos was great. I could not get into the second season. Once it wasn't Pablo, mm. I, was, I agree I, with you. I was done. Although the end of the second season got really good. The, and yeah. I tried in like mm-hmm. the first couple of uh, episodes. I was like, all right, I'm over it. I'd stay in 2000. Tiger Woods wins the U.S. Open by 15 strokes. He was at minus 12. Ernie Els came in second place. He had a plus three. Jeez. Pretty, uh, pretty dominant That's, performance. That would there. have been like this past weekend, the winner being 12 under mm-hmm. and everybody else being over. How dominant Tiger was. Yeah. People don't uh, appreciate how he good just he was. When he lapped the field. Yeah. He spat in your face. All right, in this, day, in this day of 2003, one of the best on-field beatdowns occurred. I don't know if it's uh, as popular as the Nolan Ryan Robin Ventura one, but Kyle Farnsworth threw a pitch high and tight to Reds pitcher Paul Wilson. Paul Wilson tries to run out to the mound. Farnsworth picks him up, spears him, punches him about four times before everybody gets on him. Nice. So it's a good one to look up on nice. YouTube. So 
Don't you think most of these guys, when they start charging the mound about halfway there, go, oh, oh crap. Where's my bat? What am I doing? Why didn't I bring my bat? It's like me when I throw that club into the lake when it's flying through the air going, damn it. That's oh, what they're all doing. Oh, who was darn. the guy that threw the... Do you remember? Who was the guy that threw the ball back at the pitcher? Some guy... I picked up the ball and threw it back didn't at Didn't Juan Marichal throw a bat at the pitcher? Yeah, and, or he took the bat out to the mound with him. Remember when Roger Clemens threw a piece of the bat yeah, in Mike Piazza? The broken bat? Yeah. That was in the postseason, wasn't it? What was Clemens? He was on a roid rage or something. That was, was it? That was, was a real series. World series? Yeah. That, that had Subway to be a roid rage move on oh, his part. Had to, be. had to be. He was just dialed in. Yeah. He's amped up for the game. All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what did you uh, leave on the uh, cutting room? Uh, 2016, the Cavs beat the Golden State Warriors in Game 7 of the Finals. We were talking about how the Spurs championship, or Spurs not winning the championship, changed the NBA landscape. This one also changed the NBA landscape. What if LeBron doesn't bring a title to Cleveland? He's never going to leave, right? Mm. Boy, yeah. how much heat would he be on now, under mm-hmm. now, if four years in a row they had lost mm-hmm. in the Finals? And that's the series. If Draymond Green doesn't get suspended for Game 5... Mm-hmm. I think the Warriors win that one. Too. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, up next on the Vic Lombardi Show, a man who knows a lot about what the Avs have in store for the draft and knows more about motorcycle riding, something I know nothing about. It's the Smooth's very own Mark Mosier. Next. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are at home to take on Minnesota United FC. Kickoffs at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Dude, I'm serious. I, I didn't know that the Law Tigers were a national firm. Personal injury lawyers nationwide for motorcycles, motorcycle accidents. They they have just reached out to me, Manchester, saying when I'm in L.A., if I'm in L.A. next, they need riders for their next commercial shoot. Okay. Can you teach me how to ride? Yes. I can teach you how to ride between now and then. All right, I'll... Can you rent a motorcycle? Yes. Okay, so I'll just rent one yep. in L.A. and show up. I, I want to be in their commercial. Yeah, I think y- you have to come rolling into the shoot mm-hmm. on a bike. You can't awesome. be like, you know, getting out of an Uber. Someone else who can show me how to ride. He's an experienced rider. Mark Mosier of the Smooth who joins us on the Vic Lombardi Show. Mosier, how long have you been riding those motorcycles? Uh, I started riding dirt like a mini bike when I was about eight, eight, eight or nine, something like okay. that. All right. And, and now, what do you own now? Do you have a Harley? I do have a Harley now. Yeah, I used to be a BMW. Well, first I was a Ninja guy and all that kind oh, of thing. Harley. I was a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, like, like you, know, I started to get a little bit older, mm-hmm. and like my knees started to hurt more when I was all crunched over. So I had to go to forward controls, and so I went to Harley Davidson. What, what is it? What's he talking about, Manchester forward controls? I, I don't understand what that means. Uh, well, I'm guessing when you were talking about a ninja, like all the, what's the gear and all, gear shift and all that's kind of back yeah. and you gotta lean forward. Yeah. You want to, you right. want them up so you can kind of lounge a little bit and yeah, use your toes. Those, those, uh, what are they called? Crotch rockets? Yeah. Those look uncomfortable. For oh, someone our age, yes. But, but let me tell you, when you're, when you're 20 years old, man, 21 years old, they get the chicks. That's, that's all that matters back in the day. Do they? Do they? I don't know. They Give they me, did. Give me a good old El, <laughs> hey, give me a good old El Camino and I'm set. I, <laughs> right. Yeah. A bitch, a bitch in Camaro and you're good to sure. go. Yeah. I don't need your 
at this point, I think the bike I'd like to have is Steve McQueen in The Great Escape. Like the old school mm-hmm. World War II, like triumph looking bike mode. Mm-hmm. Kind of got to go classic. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, I was just reading about that, uh, Manchester. That that scene was not even in the movie, but they wrote it in so that McQueen could show off his riding skills because he was a dirt bike racer. Really? Yeah. See, that, guys... that, that scene, that scene where he gets where he steals the German bike and he takes yeah. off and jumps the fence and all that. Uh, that wasn't even in the movie, man. They wrote it yeah. in for him so he could get all you know Hollywood badass. The greatest motorcycle scene in a motion picture. You guys are way off. It is Tom Cruise in Top Gun. He's on a crotch rocket. Oh, God. When he's angry, he's yeah. angry because his girl did him in, yeah. and he just wants to go for a ride to let the the anger go. And he's, like, pumping his fist yes. at, the, at the planes yes. when they take off and land. Yes. Yeah. This is a good one. I'm and, with you. And they yeah. oil him up and he plays right. volleyball. Best motorcycle scene in movie. All right, 30933, send him in. All right, let me think about that. I'll try to give you one before we're done, but I'm okay. going to be preoccupied with that this whole time. Uh, Friday night, NHL draft. Currently, where do the Avs sit? What picks do they own? Well, they own uh, all the rounds, but they own two second-round picks as part of the Matthew Shane deal. Mm-hmm. And this is going to get very, very interesting. Let me explain why. They're currently at 16 in the first round. And, of course, they, they with the deal with the Ottawa Senators in, in the Matthew Shane deal, they got the Sens' first-round pick this year, or they got the Sens' first-round pick next year. Now, the Sens in the lottery ended up fourth. So they're scheduled to pick fourth this year. Now, the Senators, if they make that pick at number four on Friday night, that means no matter what happens, the Avs get their first-round pick next season. But things are starting to go down in Ottawa in a big-time way. You remember the whole Mike Hoffman story with his girlfriend and Carlson and his wife? Yeah, that that was weird. Just weird. That's a soap opera. Yeah, this morning they just traded Hoffman to the Sharks for former Avalanche Mikhail Bodker, and then there's some... some draft picks involved, and then the Sharks turn around and spun Hoffman off to the, to the Florida Panthers. So they've already moved Hoffman, and there's speculation that Carlson is not going to resign there no matter what, and they're going to have to move him too. And so my thought is the Ottawa Senators probably are not going to be a very good club next year. I mean, it's a possibility that, that if the Sens keep the number four pick this year, the Avs could have the number one pick in wow. the draft in 2019. They very well could. Now, again, I've also heard rumors, guys, that the Sens want that pick back, that they're that because they're going to do a rebuild now because everything's falling apart in Ottawa, they want that pick back. And, and so, you know, could Carlson be a part of that Ooh. with the Avs? I don't know. I mean, he's got one year left on the contract. Um, there's, there's all kinds of things, they think, in play. The weird part about it is the Senators have all the way up until they're on the clock on Friday night with the number four pick to decide whether or not to give it to the Avs. That's crazy. So the Avs have to do their due diligence, obviously. They're, they're looking oh, yeah. at those. Alan Heppel, yeah, the director of amateur scouting, Alan Heppel, those guys, him and his, his crew, they've been working overtime just in case Ottawa does spin the number four. And the thought was here, too, guys, that Ottawa was definitely, I mean, they, they've intimated for the past couple of months that they're definitely going to keep the pick this year. Well, that was before all this stuff went down, and who knows what their mindset is now. I mean, they may realize, Pierre Dorian may realize they're going to stink and they have a chance to be, you know, one of the worst teams in the league and maybe win the lottery next year. So, you know, does he want to give up number four at a chance at number one, two, or three next season? I don't know, but it makes it much more fascinating coming up to Friday night. Give us a name, a prospect that would sit there at number four that might interest the Avs. I mean, I, I I don't know if these names are even bandied about, if they're seriously considering making that move out of what that is at number four, but uh, they have to go through this list. 
Yeah, well, for sure, and they will go through the list. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, of, of names there, guys. One that's been flying up the rankings is a Finnish center named Jesperi Kotkaniemi, and he's a guy that common spelling. Season is, yeah, Kotkaniemi. Okay. Uh, K O T K A N I E M I. Right. He's a Finnish kid. Uh, he's been flying up the the charts and. Uh, again, who knows if, if he's going to be there, but uh, there's a, a Czech player out there, a Zadina kid, who is going to be a fantastic player. This is a deep draft overall, really. I mean, this is a pretty dang deep draft. So th- there's there's talk that maybe Montreal at the three spot might take this Code Kanemi and maybe a guy like Zadina will drop down. And and uh, who knows? I mean, there's put it this way, there's going to be a very – very good player there at the number four spot. Very good player. Let me ask you a question. Ottawa, you said, may be interested in retaining those picks because they, they're trying to rebuild. Why would they entertain dealing with the Avs again when the Avs basically fleeced them the, the first time around? Well, it's the only way to get their, their mm-hmm. number one pick back from the Avalanche. I mean, they, you know, if you want it, you're going to have to deal with them. And again, I, I think that that probably still stings them a little bit. I think clearly Joe Sackick won that trade hands down with both teams. I think he did a great job. And, and, uh, I don't know, Vic. I don't know that Dorian would go back to that well. I really don't. But if they want that pick back, the only phone number they can, they can dial is Joe Sackick. He's mm-hmm. got it. And if they want it, they're going to have to come get it. Again, this whole Carlson thing, too, you know, there's no doubt in my mind he wants out of Ottawa now. But I look at Carlson, and he's going to be free, free a year from now, right? So he's got a year left on his deal. And if you if you give up assets, including a first-round pick to get Carlson even for a year, I'm not sure that I would even think about doing that because I, I want to be assured that he's going to sign a long-term contract with your team. And then not only that, but Drew Doughty's deal kicks in next year, and he's going to be making 12 per I mean, so what's Carlson feel he can get on the open market should he go open market? Well, you know, I mean, could he get 11, 12, 13 next year? I, I don't know, but these are all things to consider when, when talking about potentially, you know, ever acquiring a Carlson or what the ads could do back to Ottawa with their first round pick and that sort of thing. Can you arrive at that assurance before the deal is made? Can you have the Avs talk to Carlson perhaps and say, we're going to agree on an extension before the trade's made? That way you make the trade. Can, does that happen in hockey? If they get permission from the Ottawa Senators, absolutely they can. No doubt about it. Okay. Hey, listen, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Let's, let's talk to Carlson's agent. Can we lock up a long-term deal? Now, again, you look at Carlson, too, and, guys, this is the first chance he's going to have to be free-free, you know, a year from now. I mean, it, and this may be, and, again, he's not, he's not an old guy, but if he's going to sign a long-term contract, his next one wouldn't be up until he's in his early to mid-30s. I mean, this may be his only chance to really scour the market and see what's out there, see what is available, and see you know where he could go wherever he wanted. Well, you know, I think that yeah. if you're if you're uh, an Eric Carlson, you want to be dang sure that you want to play in Colorado for the next seven years or, or six or what, whatever it is, whatever it would be. Uh, what's your handicap at right now? I need to know. Eight two. Dude, get that thing up there, man! Come on, get the double digits. I know. I better start playing. I better start like shooting a bunch of nineties, huh? like ten in a row. Mojo and I are playing in a tournament. Later this summer, so I need his number inflated. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I need you to. You know, and you know that everybody else is doing that too. There are guys, I'm sure, out there right now. They're they're bombing it into the sticks mm. in order to try to get it inflated. But that ends here, like in a, in a like in a, in a week. They they take like a, a previous month's handicap. Oh, you really? Can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't be screwing up all the way until mm. the tournament starts. Wait a minute. Why would Why wouldn't you just put down that you had a worse score? There are two kind of golfers, James. 
there are pride golfers who always report a better score than they actually score. Sure. It gives them an inflated, it gives them a handicap that's much lower than it really is. And then there's, uh, <clears throat> Mosier, who uh, puts in only his bad scores. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> no, I, I put, put them all in, man. But, uh, it's all legit. You know me, I haven't played a ton of golf. I gotta get back with it. I'll, I'll promise I won't let you down, but I gotta get back swinging the club. It just seems like either way is cheating, right? If you're gonna go out and just put up bad rounds intentionally, mm. just turn in a bad score so you're not messing up your game. Seems like a bad idea. How do you, how do you double? Check? How do you prove it? Right. I've right. always wondered that. Well, it's the game of integrity. Yeah, exactly. But if if somebody chimes in and comes in with these ridiculous handicaps, how do you prove them wrong? Always yeah, I've, I've played. I've played in tournaments. I've played in this tournament before, where some guy has a guest right in the member mm-hmm. guest, and the guest comes in. He's like a fourteen, fifteen handicap. He shoots and fires a seventy-seven a on me. Yeah, that's a yeah. He fires a thirty-seven on me, and I'm like, he's like, oh, what a lucky day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. How about a punch in the face? Yes. How about well, we fight? Bagging, son of a, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, people people do what they do, but, yeah. but I'm not intimidated by them, man. We'll get in their heads. How, how can we not get in their well, heads? We'll uh, dominate. Again, the chances of us fighting at some point during the course of this term, it's going to be rather high. I'm interested to oh, see. Oh, no if, doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially if you're on the fireball at, at you know, at, at nine in the morning. God. Oh, Ju- July can't come soon enough. Moj, uh, looking forward to your show this <laughs> afternoon. See you then, buddy. Yeah. You gotta talk Take to care. you guys, bye. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna hear too much of that between Moj and I, July. When, where is this tournament? At his club. Oh. Now you, so you, it's just the two of you? Yeah. He picked you as his teammate? Remember guest. Okay. You're the guest. I sort of, he didn't pick me, I sort of suggested me. Gotcha. <clears throat> you volunteered yourself? Yeah. That was mm-hmm. nice of you. There aren't many other players to, to pick from. Who else is gonna play with him? HW? Fair point. Um, Coming up later, are we still going to call Bogota, Colombia? Do we have a number? Are we sure we want to go there? They yeah. lost. They're not going to be happy. Yeah, you better choose your words carefully. So we're going to call an establishment in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, the Colombians lost 2-1 to Japan at the World Cup today. I'm not sure this is a wise move. Me either. And are they they're going to be able to, like, I mean, do they speak English? Well, it says here on the rundown, let's call Bogota to congrat- congratulate or console their fans after the big match. Uh, we will be calling to console if we call. Jesse, they you, you speak Spanish, right? Uh, not fluently. What the hell's wrong with you? No clue. What does that mean? That means no. He doesn't speak yeah, Spanish. Yeah, no, no. What? Why would you not speak Spanish? Do your parents speak Spanish? Yeah, but they only did it like when they were talking about Christmas presents or you anything. Be embarrassed. And then I didn't take it serious in high school, so that's that's on me. All the more reason to learn it if they were talking about the good stuff in Spanish. Very true. I, I know I know the cuss words. So. Oh, well, he's good. That works. That's embarrassing. You know, we had a little Spanish girl move in across the way from my parents' house, and we could not communicate with her. My son, who took Spanish in high school, came away, and they started yapping back and forth. I was like, this is impressive. Is he fluent? Well, he was communicating enough with to little, have a good conversation. Enough. I'm better than Jesse. <laughs> I don't think we should do this. We can talk about it in the break. We'll discuss in the next three minutes. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and the Colorado Broadcasters Association. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and 
laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Josh over here with an opportunity to get a career in under a year. Have you ever thought of what it takes to put together a newscast or radio show or even a YouTube channel? Be a social media influencer. There are directors, camera operators, producers, editors, production assistants, reporters, on-screen talent, DJs, board operators, YouTube and Instagram designers, music studio producers, and even film and movies. They are all part of the media industry, and the Colorado Media School has been training people just like you for over 30 years in media careers. The Colorado Media School is calling all creators, actors, editors, beat makers, music lovers. If you want to be a star, they want you. So if you have a passion to create and want to work in the media and broadcast industry, you need to call 303-937-7070 right now. Start now and graduate in just eight months. Financial aid is available for those who qualify and job placement assistance is available. Call the Colorado Media School and reserve your seat. Call 303-937-7070. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLplasma.com. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rate rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms. Conditions and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Where do you go for a flippin' awesome good time? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Cities of Gold Casino.
Casinos, Buffalo Thunder has the best live entertainment all summer long, including Uncle Cracker, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Art Rageous, and Dueling Pianos. And every Saturday in June, win a GMC Terrain and your share of over half a million dollars. Book your Santa Fe getaway at BuffaloThunderResort.com. Now that's a flippin' awesome good time. At Buffalo Thunder. Shop Lowe's to add a little flavor to your summer and get up to 30% off select grills. Offer valid through 620. While supplies last, see store for details. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Senegal and Poland right now on the TV screens. Love, love in the uh, 18th minute. So uh, you told uh, the missus you want a little action on some of those games? and Yes. She gave you Portugal. I uh, I have Portugal in Russia instead of Poland in Russia, so I will have to wait till tomorrow. Then again, you thought Belarus was playing the other day. To see how it, how it all pans out. Uh, thanks to uh, Mark Moser for joining us in the previous segment. Uh, thoughts on what the Avs might do. Friday night in the NHL draft, more with Moj at 1 o'clock. The Nuggets, uh, the rumors yesterday uh, that made the rounds, Woj, another Woj bomb. He thinks, Adrian Wojnarski, that um, he reports that the Nuggets are looking to move up in the draft. They're currently at 14, moving up somewhere in the top five or six. They don't have the cachet to go top three, I don't think. I mean, that would require a ton. But... I just wonder who the uh, the Nuggets might be targeting there at four, five, and six to move up and get. Yeah, that's the, it begs that question, and I haven't really heard a, a, an answer to that. Of like, well, they want to get up there for a reason. Yeah, they've got somebody in mind. Who's that guy? And part of what Woj says to move up there, they would have to give up an asset, a viable asset, someone like a Jamal Murray or a Gary Harris. So if you're down to that, who who do you give up? And if you're moving up. And you gotta give up one of those guys to get there. Don't you think you're taking a guard to replace him? You would have I would, to. I would guess so. You would have to. So in the scenario we were talking about earlier in the show, Trey Young, right? The Oklahoma point guard. Mm-hmm. What if they believe he's the next Steph Curry? Then you trade up and you get him. And you don't gladly, but you, you kind of cringe and go, all right, cross your fingers. And you give up either Jamal well, Murray I, I, or Gary I'll Harris. say, I'll say this right now. Nuggets fans listening to the show, 30933. You can call us 303-753-0950. If I gave you the rights to Trey Young and you had to give up Jamal Murray, would you do it? Me? No. I'll ask Nuggets fans. No. Would you do, would you roll those dice? No. I don't believe Trey Young is going to be the next Steph Curry though. I don't. It's hard to assess Trey Young's talents only because that entire offense in Oklahoma was built around. I mean, he handled the ball. He shot the ball. He was the offense. I get it. But what was the Davidson offense when Steph Curry was there? I don't think it was as one track as the Oklahoma offense. Really? I mean, who else was on that team? Who else was on the Oklahoma team? I get it. But one guy shouldn't have gotten the tournament and got bounced in the first round. The other guy took his team to the Elite Eight and had a shot at the buzzer to beat Kansas and go to the Final Four. I'll say this though, when Trey Young was on and when he was hitting, it was fun to watch. Just like Steph Curry. When he's on, he can change a oh, game. Oh, no doubt. Can no change doubt. Change a game. No doubt. Now defensively, the deficiencies are there. You see the deficiencies in both. I mean, but you, you know, it's the league's not that way anymore. You can overcome that. You can deal with defensive yeah. deficiencies. 
I just think of the two. I think Jamal Murray has a higher ceiling. So I would be, I would be less tempted to trade him away. Well, some of the names that are in the top five or six, again, uh, there's no way the Suns give up DeAndre Ayton if they're that in love with DeAndre Ayton. No. Uh, I don't see Luka Doncic being available. Sacramento Kings have the second pick. Atlanta's third. Um, Memphis fourth. Dallas fifth. Orlando sixth. So of those teams, who would be most inclined to trade out and for what? What are the Nuggets targeting exactly? Who? What position? A lot has to happen. The one thing I don't like about the NBA and the way they handle this, I wish free agency occurred before the draft. So that like you it could, does in the NFL. Yeah. Because, I mean, look at Cleveland, for example. What, what, Cleveland, what do you draft if you don't know what LeBron's going to do? It's right? a very fair point. It, the Nuggets, this Thursday night, how do they draft if they don't know what Wilson Chandler's going to do? Will he opt out or opt in? But there's a, there's the other side of the, well, when it's a player option, it does put you in a tough spot. When it's a team option, if after the draft, you can sit there and go, okay, well now we know better what yeah. we want to do with this. Why not hold free agency before the draft? Just push the draft to July. Well, the NBA does seem in a big hurry to get to the draft. I mean, the finals just ended two weeks ago. And now we're already talking draft. What would be the problem if they did the draft on July 21st? Are you with me on this? Doesn't this make much more sense? Yes. Well, delay it a month. Do it at the end of July. It's not as though they still wouldn't have plenty of time before training camp well, starts. They training camp get, doesn't start till September. They want to get these kids, the rookies, playing in their um, in their rookie leagues. You can still do that if you have the draft July 8th. Yeah. Summer league could just be in August. Summer league July. starts. Summer league, but I believe for the Nuggets, starts July 6th in Vegas. That's their first game. Okay. Hold the draft July 3rd. Just give the teams a couple weeks of free agency to assess and evaluate what they have in the market so that they can build. That's all. Or free agency should just start the day the NBA finals end. Yes. The day after. Yes. That's when it should start. Easily Away said. we go. Easily done. Why not? So we could have spent the last two weeks answering these questions. LeBron would already have a home by now. Yeah. We know exactly what's happening there. Uh, the Nuggets would know what they have to play for, what they have on their roster. It does make it to where general managers are kind of having to walk around blindly and trying to feel their way through the dark room, right? Yeah, so I asked that question. Uh, if you had to give somebody up to move up in the draft, as Woj is suggesting, reporting, would you give up the rights to Jamal Murray for a possible Trey Young shot? People on the text line, Murph says, no, God, no. No chance. Uh, 4294, did you not see how bad Oklahoma was the second half of the season? Once they had real game tape on the guy. That does concern me. And look, it, we can talk about Steph Curry and we can say, look where, how far he took Davidson. And to me, a one man band, that tells me something. But the other side of that argument is Ben Simmons. He didn't do anything at LSU. Yeah. You know, Ben Simmons caught a lot of criticism because his team did not make the NCAA tournament. Do you remember that? Correct. Do you take a shot at a guy who can't even lead his team to the dance. Well, look at him now. He's a so, guy who can't even shoot, and he has a huge impact. So, Trey, I mean, I guess, and a lot of people, you know, it's nice that Nuggets fans are in love with their own guys, and they like the young talent here. And I agree with them. I like Jokic. I like Murray. I like Gary Harris. I like Murray maybe the best of the bunch. I get it. But I don't think you can honestly say Jamal Murray has a better chance than Trey Young to be a perennial all-star. Can you? Like, have we really seen that? Like, we've seen some flashes. We've seen some of those moments where you're like, I'm coming out of my seat going, oh, my God, what a play. 
the end of the, was it Milwaukee when he scored the yeah. three points at yeah. the end? Of, I mean, yeah. just yeah. kind of instinctual things that just sure. go, this guy's a player. This guy's a gamer. This guy comes up big in big moments. But I don't know that we can say for sure but you know what, he's though, a 10-time Jay, All-Star and Trey Young's not. Here's how I see He's two years in. All right, I want you to take yourself back to Steph Curry's first two years in the NBA. And we didn't watch Steph Curry like we watched Jamal Murray, okay? His first two years in the league. Did anybody after two years think he was going to be what he is today? No, they were trying to trade him. Then not only were they trying to trade him, he was considered injury prone. Yes. Couldn't stay healthy. His ankles were bad. Now he showed flashes here and there. So I ask you, after two years, is that enough? It wasn't for Steph Curry because they had a deal on the table. We know this is fact. Golden State was looking to trade Steph Curry and possibly Clay Thompson for Chris Paul. Yeah. And, you know, he also needed to get the coach who came in and, and said, you know what, we're going to let you do your thing. You want to fire up shots from 28 feet? Go for it. Right? I mean, Steve Kerr kind of had to give him the ultimate green light for him to turn into the Steph Curry that he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, here's the, here's the reason I wouldn't make that trade. I think it just moves this whole development thing back another couple of years. Now, instead of 2020, you're looking at it going, all right, what's this team going to be in 2021, 2022? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's why the draft for the Nuggets takes on a – it's a different draft for, than most teams because they're young as it is. They're right. up and coming as it is. How much more up and coming can you be? Is there a person out there in this draft that you can insert into the Nuggets starting lineup and say, go? Probably not. Well, well certainly not me, at 14. Hey, if, you, if you gave me Doncic – or, or DeAndre Ayton, I'd say, put yeah. him out there. Let's go. Yeah. Let's play. I I don't know enough about these other dudes. I, I don't know if Bamba is a guy that could, let's go play. Well, but the reality is, if they if they stay at 14 and pick a guy, aren't we looking at someone who on the roster is essentially going to fill the role of a Malik Beasley or mm-hmm. a Wancho? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the kind of guy that probably gets squeezed at this point? Mm. I mean, not a, not a major, major contributor. A guy who comes in and has moments, but... Doesn't get regular minutes. So I guess we passed on the whole uh, call Bogota, Colombia yeah. idea. We did a good job Probably of stalling not, our way through that. Not wise to make that uh, yeah. that move. They take it pretty serious yes, down there. Uh, I'd say so. So whosever idea that was, we passed. That was Marty's. Spanning the globe when we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The Colorado Avalanche would like to congratulate their minor league affiliate, the Colorado Eagles, based in Loveland, for winning the Kelly Cup two years in a row. The Colorado Eagles will join the American Hockey League next season and be the Avs' number one minor league affiliate. Congratulations on another championship. Go Eagles. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten 
shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know me by now. I like to remain active. I like to do my things, ride my bike, play golf, play hoops. Well, recently, I've had trouble doing those things. And you're told, well, the only solution is surgery or some sort of prescription. No, and that's not the case. I went to downtown Denver and visited downtown's healthcare, founded by Dr. Gary Rodenmacher, who's with us right now. Doctor, you've had this place going since 1997, and it's very unique. Why? Yeah, it's unique because we we offer uh, physical and regenerative medicine. So we basically, we took the best of the best. We took chiropractic, natural health care, added it with medical, and what we found is we get much better results, faster results. Uh, we've been doing that for about 10 years now. So for my case, it was lower back issues, and every two or three months, they'd come back, lower back, lower back, and you can put Band-Aids on them. You made sure that these pains go away. Absolutely. We're very thorough. We do a very thorough consultation evaluation. Um, it's very patient specific. So basically, once we find out what's going on, our team of providers will get together and they'll put a game plan together for someone to get not only just get them pain free, but to fix the underlying problem so that the person is more stable going forward and not having recurrences in their condition. One thing I noticed about your office, it's like a big team format. You go from one place to the next. You're getting stretched. You're doing the uh, the massage and then you have the injections and then you're going, of course, to the chiropractor you get a little bit of everything don't you you know we take a team approach in the office and we are very mission driven to help people get off of drugs and avoid unnecessary surgeries and so um it's a mission where our intent is to get people off the meds avoid the surgeries and so you are seeing a lot of people but it's a team approach you made a good point invest in your body invest in yourself you know i want to exercise i want to be me and I found out the only way to be me is to make sure my body is ready to be me. Downtowns Healthcare. Downtownshealthcare.com. There's an S in there. Downtownshealthcare.com. Check it out. As America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the State of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to Credit Union of Denver and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call this the power of two. It's so easy to do. You just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or call them at 303-234-1700. Apply at smartlikeyou.com or call Credit Union of Denver at 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard it on Cool 105. 
The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rate applies. Rate discount and $200 valid on loans over $7,500. With approved credit, terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. If you wake up mornings dreading your day, start fresh. First Transit in Commerce City is now hiring full-time bus drivers. Apply today for a $2,500 hiring bonus. Starting pay after training is $18.50 per hour, plus benefits no experience required. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. New full-time bus drivers earn $18.50 per hour, and your $2,500 hiring bonus is waiting. A job you'll look forward to. Apply in person at First Transit on Colorado Boulevard in Commerce City. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. All right. You want to win tickets to an Avs regular season game? Here we go. 303-753-0950. 303-753-0950. Chance to win two tickets to a game this upcoming season. If you follow the Avs on Twitter, these questions are highlighted the night before. Also, by the way, the schedule mm-hmm. is slated to be released Thursday, 3 o'clock. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a busy week yeah. for the Avs. Schedule so will, on uh, Thursday, draft on Friday. Here's today's questions. The Avs have made 13 draft selections in two entry drafts. The first was in 1995. When was the second? Why am I confused by that question? I don't know. I'm a little confused, too. I'm just reading the question. The Avs have made 13 draft selections in two entry drafts. The first was in 95. When was the second? Call with the answer. What does that mean? Am I just dumb? I think I, I don't answer that. Did I look like I was going to answer with the no. uh, affirmative? 13 draft selections in two entry drafts. The first was in 95. When was the second? Somebody knows. Hockey guy. He, te- it, it, he texts is, us every is, day at 702 saying, why aren't you talking abs? Is well, an entry draft the same as just a, a draft? I believe yes. I, I, I'm missing something. I'm going to look really foolish here. Whatever I'm missing, let me know what it is. Yeah, somebody tell us because I'm I'm with you. I'm, what, I'm once we have the answer, let us know, Marty and Jesse. And, and Marty, I want you to come on and explain to us what we're missing here. You know, this is just like the soccer thing in fixtures and tables. Yeah, speak English to me. Just give it to me in the normal can you give language. Me, can you speak to me so I understand what you're what you're meaning? I'm, I'm, I'm equally as confused by that, but somebody knows the answer and can tell us. I want you to read it. Okay. Here we go. Here's today's question. Uh, the Avalanche have made 13 draft selections in two entry drafts. The first was in 1993. When was the second? I get it. So in two different drafts, they had 13 picks. Oh, in 19, about the volume of picks in 1995, they had 13 picks. When was the second time they had 13 picks? I see. I see. The wording was off. Yes. The volume of picks. So one time they had a number, they had 13 choices, and then another time they had 13 choices. Yes. I, I swear, man, that took me a while. Yeah. So this is why reading comprehension was hard for me. I mean, it, it, it could have been worded differently. On two occasions, the Avs have had 13 picks in a draft. Okay. Okay. First time was 1995. Yes. yes. When was the second time? Yes. That also would have sufficed. Yes. There you go. 
So there you go. We got it. We figured it out. We just well, somebody it. on the text line just, they made it very well, an easy question. I made it hard. You did a little bit, and I don't think you quite read the whole thing, but I, look, I don't want to nitpick. Do we have a winner yet? Marty's writing something. I think we do. Yeah, we do have a winner. So the answer is um, the year 2000. Yes, year 2000. They also had 13 picks that year. In the year 2000, and I believe John Michael Lyles was selected 159th overall that year. He was one of the 13. Correct. Current TV personality, John oh my Michael goodness. Lyles. goodness. You getting killed for this? No, I just, uh, I, again, and this is, I go back to like nightmares taking the SAT and you had those reading comprehension questions and you, you're reading the paragraph trying to comprehend it and I can't. Oh, there's a goal scored. Oh my goodness. Look at this goal. Look at this goal by Senegal. It was deflected into, oh my goodness. That poor Polish defender is going to be thinking about that all night I'm long. I'm going to be glad I didn't end up with Poland you're after right. all. You wanted Poland, didn't you? I did. My picks so far today were Colombia and Poland. How oh, am I doing? Wow. Well, Senegal's up one nothing in the 38th minute. Watch this. Watch this deflection. Uh, let's bring in Marty O as we have a winner in our Avs draft question of the day. Uh, Marty, obviously the uh, callers are a lot smarter than I am. They got that pretty easily, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They okay. got it almost immediately. <laughs> Not confused oh, at all. Not confused. I was confused by reading it. Time to span the globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. Come at me, bro. All right, guys. Did you see a 44-year-old Terrell Owens running a 4-4-40 yesterday with Julio Jones on the on the stopwatch? No, he didn't. Yeah, it's on the internet. Teal. Four four forty. I don't know how official the time is. It was what, was it like one of those old style stopwatches? Yeah. Yeah, come on. They showed the time after. But I I I, I just it, don't believe it. I don't know what four four looks like, but it was fast. How old is Teal? Forty four years old. Forty four and he ran a four four. Yeah, come I on. like kind yeah, of the I, sounds of this. I'll say this. You know, back in my flag football playing days, I used to play a lot with Mark Jackson, mm-hmm. who's older than I am. I think he's like fifty three years old. Every time we played, no matter how old he was, he was the fastest man on the field. And I know he's an ex-pro athlete, but it's yeah. amazing how fast he still is to this day. I would think speed would be one of the things that would go. It should. It's right? supposed to. Like speed and jumping ability. I would think strength you could keep a long time. I would think like if you had a really good arm, you could keep that. Like I you think could the, be out there throwing darts. Quickness is the first thing to go. Yeah. Yeah. More so than straightaway speed. Yes. I think you can get lumbering. You can get going, and you'll probably pop a few hammies, but you can get yeah. going. But quickness is first. Maybe he's not going to the Hall of Fame thing because he's still planning on playing. Maybe. Vic, didn't you just run the 40 for Let's Talk Sports? Uh, I did. You have a time you'd like to I show? I think it was 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five? Six, five. No, well, you completed bad. it. It wasn't so that you, uh, no. Not Rich Eisen. I beat Rich Eisen, put it that way. Okay. All right, Puma is really making a comeback. Remember last week we said that DeAndre Ayton signed with them while Marvin Bagley III just did. No. And guess who Puma signed as their creative director now? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. So now so things are getting serious. Why, why do people call this a comeback? Puma's been I, – I wear Puma gear. They have a Puma store they Colorado have presence Mills. in the basketball Puma arena. hasn't been a relative, relevant brand in 25 years. I have 
Puma stuff. Well, I'm not Puma saying they the stopped. Time. I'm not saying they stopped making anything. But when's the last time you saw like a Puma commercial or a big time Puma and thing? Puma soccer commercials all the time. Oh, I don't think so. Ricky I mean, Fowler pushes Puma on the golf course. It's, there, there's a good one. He what, does. What's everybody talking about? Puma never left. Well, what in terms of shoe brands, where does Puma rank? Okay, in basketball, you're no, right. Just in general, in, in athletic gear. You know what? I see a lot of young folks wearing those nice, comfortable Puma shoes. Okay, well, they're behind Nike. They're behind Adidas. They're behind Under Armour. They're probably behind Converse. Where's Reebok at in there? Behind Reebok. Probably behind right. New Balance. I don't know. if I think Puma is more prominent than Under Armour shoes. No. I don't think so. Now they might be because they're making this comeback. Next, you're going to tell me Pony doesn't exist. Hi, right, guys. The Washington Nationals rookie Juan Soto hit a two-run homer against the Yankees in a continuation game that started on May 15th. He made his Major League debut five days later, May 20th. So that home run counts as a May 15th <laughs> home run, but he didn't debut until May 20th. Why was that a continuation game again? Because it was tied 3-3 in the sixth, and it got rained out, so then they just had a continuation game. Well, why did they? Oh, okay. It was tied. Okay. So. so technically, his first home run came in May a game 15th. that was played before his debut? Correct, yeah. <laughs> God, that's confusing. A little time okay. travel from yeah, Juan Yeah, a little time Soto machine. Yeah. A little Marvin Barnes time machine. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you see the Titans are starting a Facebook Live show debuting tonight called Brilliant. Igniting the Fire? It's Brilliant. kind of like a hard knock style thing. I, I but, saw. Yeah. I saw some of it. You Brilliant. watch it? Yep. It's good. It's very good. It's Every team should do this. This isn't hard. This isn't hard, teams. Well, you, t- need, you need to market yourselves. You need to show your folks. You need to... They, your fans need to know what's going on, even if you're uncomfortable doing so. A lot of these NFL coaches want no part of hard knocks, right? They want no part. Right. Because they got all, all oh, their secrets, secrets might get out. Yeah, it's so secret. Yeah. And, and I'm here to tell you, and I mean this with all sincerity, you are entertainers. Don't forget what you are. You are here to entertain us. And if that means you do a show and you show some behind the scenes and you allow your fan base to appeal to what you're doing, that's what you have to do. I totally agree. So many of these coaches, especially football coaches, but it kind of goes across any sport. Oh, man, it's not just football coaches. Coaches in general are so fearful that their magic formula is going to be discovered. They all act like they worked for NASA in 1965. Right, and they've got the secrets to get to the moon, and they don't it, want the it, Russians it, it, to it, see it. It really does make me laugh at times. It, it's, it is. It makes me laugh. Laughable is the proper term for it. But I, what they're doing in Tennessee is brilliant, and I, it's about time. Every team, should, the 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 uh, Arizona Cardinals have been doing this for a while. You know, they do their yearly, but they do it after the fact. They do it after the season. That's not as entertaining. Then. Either way, every team should do this. Mark my words. Every team should do it. All right, last one here. Vic, you said the best way to get rid of a snake is to use your lawnmower, right? You said that yesterday. Yes, it was very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy in Finland decided the best way to get rid of the snake in his garden was to attempt to douse it with gasoline. But uh, unfortunately, the gas went on his lawnmower that was running, and it started a fire, causing $17,000 worth of damage to his house. <laughs> Seems a bit excessive. Yeah. There. I don't think the snake got away, so his goal was achieved, but uh, his house was not in there. That was his solution, yeah. was to try and pour gasoline on a live snake. Mm-hmm. That's, fire, that's dangerous. Yeah, it, I mean, obviously, if you lit it on fire, then that would 
do in the yeah, snake. But would the gasoline itself just kill the snake? I, I I don't know. He was fixing to find out. He was fixing to find out. Is right, Marty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, actually, Manchester, you like this one too. In Indiana, a uh, police officer pulled over a car doing 35 in the left lane of a highway where the speed limit was 70. Good. Yes. They posted a uh, video online of it, and uh, every, all the uh, athletes are saying, "Good job, good job, Troy Aikman." A few IndyCar drivers are retweeting it, talking about it. So you know what? Good job. We can't let these people go in yep. 35. If you're in the left lane, you need to be doing at least the speed limit. Who was it? Was it an old lady? Was it a student driver? Who it was. It was just like somebody you, that didn't want to go 70 miles an hour. But curiosity, you want to know who it is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, aren't you the guy, I've told you this before, when you pass somebody on the highway and they're just not doing what they're supposed so, you always look. Yeah. Who is it? And in your mind, you're predicting what an Amish old is. lady. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. That's in my mind, I'm, you know, predicting somebody who's in a car for the first time. That's exactly right. And when James passes them, they say, this is America. Yeah. And right? they flip you off. <laughs> Mother blanker. And that's it, fellas. All right. Good job, Marty. Great job, Marty. When we come back, uh, final wrap on this show. One last discussion on what the Rockies do from here. Seems like I've asked that question every day. The abyss, where is it? How much more can they plummet? It's a franchise record now, a Coors Field record. Eight home losses in a row. Eight in a row at home. How much farther can they drop? And where do they go from here? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Summer is here and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 70% on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808. It's time to bring breakfast back at the Delectable Egg. Start your day with an amazing omelet, a delicious skillet, some pancakes, or how about some eggs? There's a lot of places to get eggs, but only one locally owned and with so many delicious locally sourced products made fresh daily. The Delectable Egg. So get cracking. The Delectable Egg at five metro locations, including Lodo, Downtown, DTC, Lowry, and Westminster. Ask about catering and hatch some great deals with a Delectable Egg rewards program at DelectableEgg.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Denver? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Denver area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Denver is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82,000. Seating is extremely limited, so text... Text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000. Yeah, let's have fun today. Elix Gardens today we play. Summer is here. Get out and get going. Elix Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions. Like free dive-in movies, free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elitch Gardens Theme and Water Park. Two great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. 
Save up to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elitch Gardens, we love you. Hey, homeowners, listen up. Interest rates are rising, and experts agree they'll continue to rise. So you need to seriously think about refinancing now before rates go up more. The longer you wait, the more interest you might pay. So if you even thought about pulling cash out of the equity in your home to pay off credit cards, car loans, or purchase an investment property, you need to make the cash call now at 855-875-CASH before mortgage rates rise anymore. Cash Call Mortgage can still refinance your loan at a low fixed interest rate for a flat fee of just $995 and will pay all third-party closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH today to begin the quick and easy process. We close most loans in less than 21 days to get you the cash you need fast. That's 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages, Impact Mortgage Corp, DBA, Cash Call Mortgage, One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868, NMLS, 128231. Equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms, conditions, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Calling all teenagers with asthma. This summer, National Jewish Health, one of the leading respiratory hospitals in the U.S., is conducting a research study for teens who have asthma. If you're an adolescent aged 12 to 17 with uncontrolled asthma who's been prescribed daily asthma medications, you may be eligible for this trial. Asthma testing, education, medications, and financial compensation will be provided to qualified participants. We have a limited number of spots for this trial, so please call now. 303-398-1470. That's 303-398-1470. 303-398-1470. Or you can find more information online at nationaljewish.org slash clinical trials. That's nationaljewish.org forward slash clinical trials. National Jewish Health. We breathe science so you can breathe life. Savor some of the most delicious, authentic Japanese food featuring street food at Sushi Den Restaurant's annual summer rooftop party. Denver's finest and 15 renowned Japanese chefs will present a lively arcade of ramen, fried and grilled bites, and delicacies. Sip sake and enjoy the live entertainment. Tickets are on sale now and include food and drink. Exclusive VIP packages include VIP bar service, waitstaff, and reserve table. Proceeds benefit charity. It's a foodie adventure at the annual Sushi Den rooftop party June 26th and 27th. Tickets and info at SushiDen.net. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Final segment, Vic Lombardi Show. Tomorrow on the program, it's Wednesday, Marty O, are we calling uh, some remote uh, bar in a foreign land on World Cup? We're calling Cup? a bar in Senegal. Okay. Yeah. Who, who are we going to try to mock tomorrow and uh, get ourselves on some sort of list? Nothing. I don't think we want to have any part of that. couple items uh, we uh, may have missed today that I, you know how I like things on Twitter? I want to talk about them on the yep. show, and I never get to them, never get around to it. Um, there's something called a... <laughs> It's a mental health condition, and met- mental health is nothing that to laugh about or joke about because we don't take it seriously enough. I- I- I'm always one who says it's it's a taboo subject matter that is now coming to the forefront, and thankfully a few of these athletes are they're talking and discussing. It's okay. It's okay to have mental disorder and talk about it, but this one's a new one for me. There's now something called a gaming disorder. Gaming? Video game disorder. Playing too many video games. 
I think my kid has it. Mm, I think this is, we just have to call everything a disorder or an addiction or whatever. Well, you've heard of these kids that play video games all day. All day, every, what, by the way, yeah. what, what is Fortnite? What is it? It's like a, it's like a battle, like a, it's like a, it's a video game, like who it's a you, battle, it's like a war. Who are you battling? I think there's like a hundred people play it once and you're trying to be the last guy standing, but you kind of work in teams. Well, I don't how know. do you battle? I don't know. There's, it's like weapons what? and yeah, there's guns and all. It's a fairly violent game. Yeah. So wait, you're fighting other guys playing at the same time? Yes, and you're trying to be last guy standing. I believe that's how it works. I yeah, think... my my kids are playing that as well. Yeah, they're all over it. The kids are so the kids are doing this. H- how do you how do you get an advantage? What what do you do? Do you hit the joystick several times and you win? What what? No what? clue. I just know I have one playing it on the Xbox and then the other two are playing what, it on their cell phones. What's the strategy? Mm-hmm. What where is the where's the intellect? I don't know, but one of my kids won some round on it. And I, they all three were so excited. Like it was the most excited I've ever seen them. I was like, wow, we are pumped about winning so, this round. So there is, so there is some form of strategy. Apparently, I guess. But do you really believe there's a video game disorder or is it just, I, uh, I, hey, just put down the this. console and go outside? It's a little bit like, and I don't want to get off too much of it, but it's a little bit like the Tiger Woods mm. sex addiction thing. Like, really? Yeah. That's that's See, what it is. It's an addiction. Oh, okay. You know what I would find much more adventurous and productive than Fortnite, as you describe it. You want to play real? You want to play Fortnite? I'll tell you what we do. Take a hundred guys, hundred kids, stick them near the Continental Divide somewhere, and you have one night to survive. And the winner gets what? Just to continue I living? I don't. Whatever. Well, one night you. Just survive. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little like Running Man, right? Remember the old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with Richard Dawson? Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Flies was Fortnite before Fortnite. What if you just turned like a hundred people loose up by the Continental Divide and they all had paintball guns and last guy hit yeah. wins? Whatever. That'd be fine too. Get outside. Uh, do something. Purple Row I follow on Twitter as well. I liked their tweet last night. The Rockies bullpen is a lot like Westworld in that everyone said it would be good, but I keep watching and it just gets worse every episode. Thanks. That's a very good point. You watch Westworld? No. I, I, I watched like half an episode. It was just so weird that I just like, ah, I'm, I'm weirded out. That show for me, and it's, it all kind of ties back together here because it's a motorcycle show. Sons of Anarchy. Wait. You watched it? No. Uh-uh. It's like biker gangs. Uh-uh. Like I, I heard, oh, this is good. People like I really like. I respect their taste. They tend mm. to like movies and shows that I like. Raved about this show, and I got like midway through the third episode, and I'm, I'm, I'm out. I can't. Mm. I, I, I only watched a second one because they, they recommended it. Just never got better. Mm. The Rockies bullpen is Sons of Anarchy. Uh, what did we do wrong today, Marty O? Please tell us. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, again, don't have a ton today because HW isn't here to mm, pronounce Carlos Gartens. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. But, uh, Vic, you did say that Dustin Johnson had a par on his last hole of the U.S. Open. It was actually a birdie oh. that Paulina Gretzky celebrated. Maybe so. she was just excited about a birdie on 18. Who doesn't love a birdie? She, she thought he won. I guarantee Maybe you. Maybe she thinks that if you hit a birdie on 18, you automatically win. I guarantee you she saw a big number and thought that was good. She didn't realize you could be plus. You're probably right. 
All right, next we have Vic making a few statements that unfortunately were incorrect. Let's revisit mm-hmm. them. Right now, in the sport of basketball, who is the best four-year collegiate to play in the NBA right now? I- I've got a name. Chris I don't know. Paul is my answer. He played all four years? At Wake Forest. Really? Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, Chris Paul played two years at Wake Forest. Oh. <laughs> so he did not play uh four. Oh. Next, uh, you were going to... Are you to, sure about this? I'm looking at his stats right here, yeah. Uh, you were so confident <laughs> sure. and definitive about it. Yeah. Too. Next time uh, we got, you know, if you say something with enough confidence and totally. certainty, like I, the entire city of Denver is driving around today and they're going into their offices and they're yeah. saying, "Yeah, why can't people be more like Chris Paul?" Four Stay years, all four years. Yeah. Uh, next, we have you asking about Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Let's hear that. Give me another athlete. Did Russell Westbrook play four years at UCLA? I don't think so. I want to say he played two. He indeed played two years at at UCLA. Damn, I wasn't wrong there. I asked a question. Mm-hmm. And no, last one. No, we, that was more of the, I was right. Oh, God. Thanks, Marty. I yeah. appreciate that one. I last we have James Harden here. <laughs> Did James Harden play four years at ASU? No, he also played two. Okay. <laughs> Again, <laughs> there are no bad questions. That's a great thing to, I asked the question. I, I don't even remember what your point was, but no you had no How examples rare of your the point. four year player is. That's what the, the point Did we was. ever come up with one? Yeah, good players that are playing now that played four years. Jimmy yeah. Butler went to Marquette for four okay, years. Okay. You uh, mentioned Kenneth Thoreed. He yes. went to four years at Moorhead State. So and I got mine right. Draymond Green, Michigan State. Ah. Hmm. Four years. Okay. All right. And that's it for me, gentlemen. Marty, the fact that you came with an answer to that question was very it's impressive. well done. See, that's a layer on top of a layer. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. You're not supposed to just say you guys are wrong. You're supposed mm-hmm. to have answers to other yeah. questions. You're supposed to anticipate what questions we may have. And he saw that one coming. That's very well Swatted done. It away. Before we say goodbye, our fired up finale. Roll it. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Some of the numbers, and perhaps those coyotes got hit pretty hard by that hail. Maybe I was, uh, good out of that. I was rooting for it. Where do they go? I don't know. I don't know. Situation. I hope they were stuck in the middle of a field. <laughs> wow. That's it? A little coyote hate. That was the Fired Up Finale today? Am, am, am I misremembering, or did we not do one yesterday? We did not do one yesterday, but you would have won. Okay, yeah. so oh. I'm two for two. Forgot. I am 40% of the way to another immaculate week, which would be the second and third, three weeks. If I get another one, I'm yeah. walking off. I'm Guys, uh, follow me today on Twitter. It's an historic day. It's a very important day because at 1230 today, if you're still in, we are going to test Manchester's veganism. We're going to test it. Put it to the ultimate test. Manchester has been invited to Mama Lombardi's house where she has fresh meatballs and sausage ready to roll. We will see. If you can, continue your vegan ways. This is going to be difficult. You're going to be there, though, right? Yeah. At I'll 1230. I can't wait for the conversation when you show up. Um, Miss Lombardi, I can't, I can't eat this. Do you have any hummus? <laughs> Cannot she, wait I for that conversation. She has something I that can will eat. be awesome to hear. Again, follow on Twitter, Periscope Live. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Altitude 950. Rewind. You know, he battled. You know, he took the game into the sixth inning, giving up three runs. You know, he gave us a chance to to hang in there. And then Musgrave did a nice job of, of holding the fort down there with the bases loaded.